Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. Hey guys, I'm your host, Chrissy Grody, and today I'm doing a solo intro before I talk to a really special woman of Cincinnati, and I know I just did one, but I've been traveling this week to Charlotte, visit my brother, spend time with my family, and it just didn't work out to get a guest co-host scheduled, so you're stuck with me. I also, as a personal goal, want to get better at doing solo intros because they feel really hard to me. There's no feedback. There's no feeding off the energy of someone else. It's just me. And it's hard for me to know, am I entertaining? Does anyone give a fuck about what I'm saying? And yeah, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, the answer is yes, hopefully. But it's it's something I'm working through. And in my opinion, really easy for me to highlight someone else It's really easy for me to direct a conversation with the goal of sharing a story. It's much harder to essentially do a monologue. So this is good practice and it's uncomfortable. So here we are. So going to kick us off favorite workout last Wednesday, right before I left for Charlotte on Thursday. I left for Charlotte on Thursday. I went to past guest Savannah Sexton's outdoor workout that she hosted in the Five Points Alley in East Walnut Hills. So if you know where Gomez is on Gilbert, Gilbert, so that's so funny, Gilbert, or the bar Comfort Station, it's right behind there. It's like this beautiful, wide open space that's been redone. There's a stage. There's a lot of picnic tables. There's great murals on the walls. And so far, she's hosted two workouts now. They're open to all fitness levels. No equipment needed. They're free or for a, dona- a donation if you'd like. And the workout was was really special. It was great. For, first of all, it was hands down the most inclusive and diverse workout I've been to in Cincinnati. There were all different ages, different colors of skin, different fitness levels. Savannah did a really great job of promoting a positive environment. You know, she was asking for feedback along the way. She was seeing how we're all doing. What do we want? How are we feeling? And she's a DJ. So of course her music was fantastic. The workout itself was like a combo of strength, cardio. We used the picnic tables as props. It was really spread out. So if you're a person that's you know, worried about getting back into group fitness and like going into a physical studio, I would really recommend this workout for you. Outside, lots of space, no touching equipment, sharing equipment. I had a really particularly beautiful moment during the workout. We had just finished the warm up. It was about like, you know, 10 minutes getting the blood flowing. It was just stretching out, uh, you know, jumping around a little bit. But I was, I was just really able to dial in and notice the shift in my mood and that moving your body, even, you know, outside just for 10 minutes makes you feel so good. Maybe it was the fact that I was outside of a typical environment. I never worked out there before. I was around people I didn't know. Whatever it was that was like making me more mindful, really allowing me to tune in. But it was just a great reminder of like non-physical benefit of exercise. It was great. So TBD, if she's continuing these workouts, I'm pretty sure I just saw that she is going to keep doing them, but I will definitely post about them uh, you can also follow her at Think Savvy S A V Y, and she'll be like posting all 
the details. They were they're typically like six thirty to seven thirty on Wednesdays. So maybe I'll see you guys there. So no questions this time for the thing that we talk about. I'm just gonna share about my recent trip to Charlotte because it felt like it was just really good for my soul and my end of summer tan, to be honest. So my brother lives in Charlotte, right next to Lake Norman, which is this huge lake like right outside the city. So we drove down with my best friend Kelly, with Ryan, my sister met us down there too, and her friend, and our other friend Vince, and my mom, and her gentleman friend who lives in Charlotte. So we had a big group. It's been a minute since my brother, my sister, my mom, and I have all been together. And since my brother Joe died, any time that we can all be together, just we, we don't live in the same city, it's really special. And it's, you know, also a little bittersweet because it's a very stark reminder that he's not with us still. And this time, especially, it was like a little bit heavier because my brother Joe's dog, Max, a German Shepherd, died in his sleep the day that we got to Charlotte. So rest in power, Max. We know Joe's a little happier now to be reunited with his pup, wherever their consciousnesses are. But we got in late Thursday night. We had Sour Patchies as our road trip snack. We listened to Joe Rogan and Miley Cyrus, which was a really fantastic episode. I really recommend it. Um, yeah, so got in late Friday, or sorry, got in late Thursday, woke up Friday, I had to do some work. So this is also, this is a great time. This is a great reminder. When you're watching my stories, so you should be following me at Chrissy Grody, or or anyone's stories that are on vacation. I'm in a spot right now. A friend of mine is having this like fucking beautiful, fantastic vacation in Mexico and her posts are just uh, amazing and I felt myself kind of like going down this road of like I'm gonna be on vacation you know as I'm in the thick of work coming back to it but this is it's just a reminder when you're watching the stories you see the fun I am having or someone else is having so for every story of fun there's a fucking not posted story of me getting work texts at 4 p.m at a bar on a Friday night or up on Saturday morning finishing work. It's just Instagram is not the whole picture. Anyway, back to the trip. So we went out to some bars in Charlotte on Friday night, mostly like breweries there. And that's, you know, truly really not my scene. I don't love beer. It was like 100 degrees and we're sitting outside. I had to literally drop an ice cube down the back of my dress to cool off, which I'll tell you is this is a very weird sensation when it like starts to pull right at your butt crack. It's it was fucking hot. We ate some good Mexican, we did some tequila shots, tried to go to another bar, but in my old age, I refuse to stand in line for bars. I will not do it. It is a, against my moral code. If if you've aligned your bar and you're not gonna put me to the front, Fucking, I'm not bothering. Saturday, I really wanted to get at least one workout while I was there. And it was for Johnny. I know it should be for me, but it was really so I could go back to my strength coach and I would see Johnny and I would say, Johnny, I did a workout. 
So we brought down we we brought down a thirty five pound kettlebell. Uh, Ryan made me a twenty minute strength like full body Tabata workout that I think did the trick. It was good. I mean, I was sweating. It got my heart rate up. I think my I think I was a little bit sore the next day, so it was good. The rest of that day, the rest of what day are we on Saturday? Did nothing. Just lazed about outside in the sun. It was. It felt so good to do nothing. And that, that night and that Saturday, we had a cookout for my sister's friend's birthday. I lost about every single game that I played. I lost in cornhole. If you know me, you know I fucking hate cornhole, but went in Rome. I lost in euchre twice. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've reported this. If I reported the important news that I play euchre now, I learned. I think I ended up finally pulling one win, so I didn't feel like a complete loser for the night. But so Sunday, Sunday was so much fun. We drove like two hours to the mountains and went tubing down this mountain river. I think it was called Green Cove. It was a blast. You rent these big ass tubes. We rented one for the cooler and you just float down this river. The weather was gorgeous. The surroundings are gorgeous and it's mostly peaceful. But here and there will be these like like these crazy rapids, which were actually great because it gave you the sensation of being like on a wa- on a water ride. You just had to make sure you did a plank, like you planked on the tube with your ass up out of the water or else you would get fucking skewered on a rock. My sister and my friend Kelly had huge ass bruises, but because I've been strength trained and I can lift 225 pounds, I was able to clench my cheeks high and tight enough that I walked away unscathed. Don't mean to brag. Sunday night, I lost more euchre. And Monday was the boat day. We rented a boat for the day on Lake Norman and it was, it was just the best. Boats are so much fun. If you have a boat... In Cincinnati, I mean, I know we're like almost, I should have fucking said this a long time ago. I know we're about done with the season, but if you have a boat on Cincinnati and you are like looking for some friends to hang out with, just please hit me up. So we just, we cruised around, we dropped anchor, we had some rafts. I drank approximately 12 White Claws. I had 15 photo shoots for my Instagram thirst traps. I got toasted by the sun. It was great. I think I lost more euchre. I swear that I'm good. I'm good. My partner, won't say his name, is just not that great. So then Tuesday morning, Ryan and I got up early, drove to Asheville on our way home to hike because, of course, I had to get my weekly hike in. If you've been following along, which again, at Chrissy Grody, you'll see that Every week, as I mentioned a couple, you know, probably over a month ago, I wanted to make this a goal to go try a new hiking spot every week. And we have tried a new hiking spot every week. So this week we hiked uh, Catawba Falls, which was uh, incredible. So you hike along a stream up to several waterfalls. It's a little, it's like a little over a mile to the main area of the falls. And there's a lot of people. It's, it's kind of crowded. But then there's like a little offshoot. And it it had some like yellow caution tape up, but my sister and my brother had done this hike before, so we knew 
it was going to be okay. And I was a little bit nervous to do it first because it is, I don't even think it's fair to say it's a hike then. It is a climb. Ryan calls them scrambles. I think that's maybe maybe the official term, but you, you were, you're essentially climbing. I was climbing up, but it was, it was totally worth it. It was maybe like 20 minutes, maybe like 10, 15 minutes of climbing and then a little bit longer kind of uphill, but you reach these like Mac daddy falls and there's literally no one else on this trail or, or even and are at these like really big falls. So we had the place all to ourselves for my photo shoots and to admire the nature, of course. No, but seriously, it was really beautiful. There's a perfect break in our trip home. Plus the drive home from Asheville is so much prettier than um, than the drive home from Charlotte. You get to like go through the mountains when you're driving from Asheville. But if you're coming from Charlotte, you just take 77 and it's pretty boring. And if you are like us on our way down to Charlotte, Ryan forgot to, to uncheck the avoid tolls. So we spent a fair share of just going like 25 miles per hour around these like small little mountain roads, but we made it. So it was, it was kind of a hectic week since I got home Tuesday night. This is like a first. I am recording on Thursday, the Thursday before the episode comes out. I have never done this before. So like the sheriff of Soundtown is coming over tonight, probably at like 9 p.m., after I'm done with the main guest to get it edited and for us to get it uploaded to come out Friday morning. So it's, it's been a little hectic. And I trained with, I got home Tuesday night. I trained with Johnny Wednesday morning, got a few hours of work in and then was back on the road driving to Columbus to help my sister move into her apartment. So it was, it was all very worth it. It felt like the perfect way to celebrate summer, not the end of summer. We have several weeks, several is a stretch, but we have a few weeks until it's the official end of summer. So it was a celebration of summer, spending time with my family and also spending in time alone. You know, I, I had some time when I was alone, which was good. And I mentioned all this kind of free time. I had to really practice the art of doing nothing which is difficult. I found myself being like, what can I clean up? What are we planning to do next? You know, I even had a moment hiking on Tuesday where I started to run through my to-do list on the trail hiking. I had to be like, stop. What are you doing right here? What are you doing right now? You are hiking. Look at the fucking trees. You don't need to go anywhere else. So it was nice. I hope everyone had a really lovely long weekend. Wild card. Honestly, I just didn't want to think of one. I was putting together my notes after I got back from Columbus Wednesday night. And I just, I wanted to go out for a walk before dark. So I don't have a wild card. Wild card. If anyone has wild cards, can you just DM me? It's like the hardest part of this podcast, honestly, is thinking of a wild card every week. And I asked the guests to to think of a wild card or if they have any suggestions and I kind of think it's like their responsibility to do it, but sometimes they don't because it's hard to think of one. So I would love to just have a bank. So if you guys know and if you have any good suggestions, just DM and I'm going to save them and put them away. 
Uh, okay, so I'm just going to leave you with this. If you haven't had a high chew, like the candy, if you haven't had a high chew candy lately, do yourself a favor, buy a pack of the tropical fruit ones, and you can just thank me later. Also, if you are a white claw drinker, you must try the Clementine White Claws. They don't come in a variety pack. They are sold separately. I know Party Source has them. They're so delicious. They're so refreshing. They're also less alcohol. I think they're like, I don't know what they are, but they're less than regular White Claw and the regular White Claw is 100 calories. This Clementine is 70 calories. Who gives a fuck about the calories? The taste is really good, refreshing. It doesn't even taste like it's just like a seltzer. It's really perfect. So I recommend that. Um, okay. I think that's all. I think that's all I got. So let's go talk to our main guest who's very funny. I'm so excited to talk to her. I've been looking forward to this all week and I'm sure we're going to laugh a lot. What the Fit listeners, I have an event for you. This is going to be a really fun one. And I don't know about you, but I am so ready for an event. The Beauty Boost Cincinnati is back with the Women Wonderland Empowerment Panel. That's a little bit of a tongue twister. And I'm moderating the panel again. If you attended the event last year, you'll remember how incredibly powerful it is to have a room full of women sharing in the midst of a pandemic and our lack of social interaction. I can't even imagine how amazing this year is going to be. The event includes a panel of inspiring women, including a few past What the Fit guests, a meet and greet, and a couple of experience stations around. So COVID rules are in place for safety, and you can read all about them in the event ticket link, which is linked in my bio. Tickets are $20 and include a beer. And the event is Wednesday, September 30th from 6.30 to 8.30 at Third Eye Brewing Company in Cincinnati. So get your tickets now and come hang out. Cincinnati, are you looking for a way to work out and raise money for cancer research? I mean, who isn't? Look no farther than Ride Cincinnati. Ride Cincinnati was established in 2007 as an annual grassroots cycling event, raising funds to benefit local cancer research. To date, the ride has welcomed over 10,000 participants and raised over $4.3 million. In the middle of a pandemic, the reimagined all-virtual Ride Cincinnati will enable registrants to participate using the physical activity of their choice during an expanded window September 20th to November 20th. In addition, because of the difficult circumstances this year, Ride organizers have waived registration fees and eliminated fundraising commitments. So now participants are encouraged to set independent goals and raise funds in tandem with their activities. You can be cycling, walking, running, or any other thing you want to do. You know I'm be walking. As always, every participant raised dollar goes directly to life-saving cancer research and care in the greater Cincinnati area. Registration and more information about Ride Cincinnati 2020 is available at www.ridecincinnati.org. You can connect with them on Instagram, ride underscore Cincinnati, and I will also link in my Instagram bio. 
My guest today is a Q102 radio DJ, podcast host, and all-around funny lady. On the radio, she gets to share her love of music and making people laugh. Her podcast, Person of Interest, features some of Cincinnati's most fascinating people. She's been a keynote speaker for wellness events, led workout classes, did a stint as a stand-up comedian, and I'm probably missing about a million other things. What can't this woman do? Please welcome... Natalie Jones. Oh my God. Hi. That's so <laughs> official. <laughs> this is this so great. This is really official. I don't know what you were expecting. Oh my gosh. Cr- Chrissy, thank you so much for having me. I've been um, super just um, like, I just really adore you. So this is wonderful. <laughs> I'm so excited. From the moment we confirmed that you were going to record, I've been looking forward to this. I'm like pacing my house, waiting for you to yeah. arrive. <laughs> we have Whispering Angel. Thank you so much for this. Duh. I feel like maybe let's just pull a Joe Rogan and go for like three hours. I it's probably going to happen. I actually did a three-hour podcast with Josh Sneed. Who's and, Josh Sneed? Uh, he's a local comedian. And he also owns Cincy, Cincy Shirts. Okay. And, yes. No um, Cincy Shirts. And he does a whole bunch of other stuff. He was like, his his track record is amazing. But he's like been on SNL and all these things. I don't know he's been on SNL, but regardless, he's yeah. a local guy. And it was just all of a sudden, the only reason we stopped was because I looked at my watch. It was like, oh, I have to work. Like, I have to go on air. Like, now I haven't done any prep for it, man. Like, you got to go. But it was fun. Yeah. Well, I know. I'm like such a Joe Rogan fan. Same. And I'm like, he just goes and goes and goes. And somehow I can just listen and listen and listen. And I don't feel that I'm at that on a Joe Rogan level yet to like go for three hours. But I don't know. Maybe we can, we'll test it out. Do you know what I've been doing is I just turn it on. I just live in a studio, one big room. So I'll turn Joe Rogan on or, um, but first we feast hot ones or whatever. Oh yeah. And then I'll just have it on in the background while I'm at home for like the five hours before I go to bed or whatnot every night. It's uh-huh. good. You're just like I know. absorbing it. I know. But it's like you don't even have to like totally be dialed in all the time. Mm-hmm. And he just has a way of having a conversation. I don't know if it's just his genuine curiosity that just kind of draws you in. I've been trying to analyze. He was literally the reason why I wanted to start a podcast. I'm like, what is it? What is it? Like, what can I work towards? But I don't know. Maybe it's just him. Yeah. I th- well, he makes it look easy. That's what the, yeah. that's what the best do. So, yeah, that's true. That's true. Know. Well, we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot of topics I want to cover. Okay. I feel like I've seen you, you know, seen you around for a while now mm-hmm. and it and a, appearingly so dipping your toes in, but maybe more than that, of like fitness, wellness, just like life stuff. I'm yeah. like, what is this girl doing? Everything. A little, you know, too much, I would say. <laughs> I don't think I'm doing anything well. I'm just, just like trying everything out. Um, okay, really quick aside. Do you listen, do you listen to Taylor Swift? Have you listened to the new album? Uh, Folklore? Yeah. Only the songs that we play in the cube. Okay. Not going to lie. Okay, that's okay. That's fine. I'm not, I won't, my, you won't get my. I mean, I know it's record breaking. It is record breaking. And it is like seriously the best one everyone says. It is so good. But I understand if it's not your jam. But there is this lyric in one of her songs, Mirrorball, that says like, I've never been a natural. All I do is try, try, try. And I'm like, preach. Uh... Girl, I just got chills on the left side of my skull. I told you. You (laughs) need to listen to the fucking album. You're not the first person to say that to me. No, to like 
to quote a lyric and be like, it's on folklore. You really, yeah, like, and this was a 42 year old man who was super straight and yep. is like, nah, I'm telling you folklore is, it's a game changer. No, everyone, every <laughs> straight men are loving it. I know. I got to look into it then. You okay. do. You truly do. For sure. So, okay. You're from Cincinnati. Yeah. Grew up on the, from the West side. Yeah. Moved to the East side. Did you have an identity crisis? Yes. Oh my God. I grew up on the West side and I was a total tomboy, like bowl cut, buck teeth, only wore boy clothes, uh-huh. like uh-huh. was the first to cuss and shave Ooh. my legs at the Ooh. same time. Okay. I can picture Super perfectly. athlete. And then, um. What and sports then I, did you play? All of them. Backyard baseball? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Red Rover, Red Rover. Yes. And Marco Polo, mm-hmm. huge pull, and then <laughs> <laughs> and basketball. No, I mean like soccer, softball, okay. volleyball, bas- terrible basketball player. I ran track. Okay, so yeah, uh, you're, what you're, else? you're you're yeah, you're a sporty chick. Yeah, I played on two softball, two softball teams, and two soccer teams growing up okay. every season. So I've been Got into it. it. Yeah, um, and then. Uh, we moved to Mount Lookout when I was in the seventh grade. Okay, and that's I, a pivotal, pivotal time for a child too. Uprooting the was, life from West Side was, to East Side. It was, t- it was a rough, it was a weird, weird time. Yeah, weird time. I, that's why I started like getting really sick just from nerves. Like, <gasps> really? I would like puke before school a lot. I would every seventh period religion class in high school, I would shit my brains out because I would be so nervous about going to track practice. Really? I would just be in the bathroom shitting my brains out. Track practice? Because I hated to run. Oh, but why are you on the track team? I don't fucking know. Because <laughs> like, it, like, it. <laughs> it was like a social thing to do. Yeah. yeah. I, every sport. I did was basically just to be social. Oh, like I was, fi- I was media. I was fine. Mm. Like I could pass. I was never the star. Yeah. I was the star in eighth grade volleyball one year. Cause I could, I was the only one that could like serve on the team. Heck yeah. So like that was my shiny moment. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I was like, I just want to hang out with people. I bet you'd be really good at boxing. Okay. I was really, I am really good at boxing. Okay. Good. But that, but that was like later in life. I did that later in life. And so it didn't feel like it was like, no one cared. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe you cared, though. I, yeah, but does it matter if no one else is watching you, Natalie? <laughs> no. No, but I feel you on that. I'm the opposite in that I was raised in a very, very athletic-driven, mm-hmm. um, sports-driven home. Yeah. And if we like, if I wasn't the best, then it was like, psh, uh, whatever. Yeah. It wasn't – that was just a personal pressure yeah. that I put on myself. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, sure. so I just always – was either like all or nothing, which mm. I realized looking back, I've always been that way. Mm-hmm. That's still how I am mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. So. so moved to the east side, had your identity crisis. You got through it. You were mm. physically sick from your nerves. Did you get over that? All the time. Yeah. Um. Kind. No, I feel like that it's like started <laughs> and it still happens all the time. I'm now I'm just more used to them. Oh, uh, you can work through it. So what are you getting nervous about? I, don't, I feel like the life that I've chosen, sometimes I'm like, why? Like with co- with comedy and so many things I do in work. And I mean, I, don't, I haven't done comedy since I've been home. It's been three years. But in so many things that I do, I get super nervous to get on stage all every time. But it's my job. Dude, I feel the same way. Yeah. I like, I love doing the podcast. I love when, when the act that we're doing it. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes more often than not leading up to it i'm like i don't know why i'm fucking doing this yeah same right dude <laughs> like before like a public speaking thing i'm like this fucking sucks i don't know why i'm doing it. same and you're like why do i <gasps> like yeah. why did i oh my god <laughs> dude i yes i hear you but i guess it's like and i want to hear from you too i mean the feeling after is 
amazing. Yeah. And the feeling while it's happening is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's just like if I could erase the runway time. Now, but I feel like, you know, what I've learned, or at least come to terms with, is that you can't have one without the other. You, is that what it is? Yeah, at least the times when I, when I didn't have that adrenaline rush and nerves before, I, are we allowed to cuss on here? I like totally Absolutely. fucked up. Okay, I like totally fucked up. It's a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I feel like without that, without that adrenaline rush, then if you don't, then you don't really care. There's something inside you that isn't sparked. And like, at least for me, I always fuck it up or it turns out to be subpar or something I'm not proud to be a part of. Have you fucked up before? Yeah, dude. So many times. Okay. Okay. So what let's get let's get a get a quick you went to UC. Mm-hmm. What did you major in a UC? Communication okay. and marketing and international human rights and okay. I was president of the speech and debate team. Okay, that's awesome. So that makes sense. I know I talk about it all the time. Literally every time I can, I plug that. It's my favorite thing in the world. I got the highest grade in my botany class sophomore <gasps> year and I like to make sure everyone knows that. Oh, hell yes. That is super cool. But I can't wait to ask you way more questions. No, it's, I don't know, know anything now. I only got the highest grade because I'm really good at memorizing. Oh, you just... Okay, That's so it's it. there. Somehow we just need to like access it. No, yes. I think it just like it came in, it went out. Okay, so what happens after college? What do you do after college? Uh, after college, so I was bartending for so long. I bartended for so long. So I didn't graduate college till this summer before I turned 25. Okay. So college took- Taking a few laps, it's fine. Yes. It. Uh, well, I paid for it all myself and I took a lot of time off yeah. and saved money. And then I took some time off and moved to North Carolina and then traveled oh. and like- No, that sounds lovely. Yeah. You know, I didn't- uh, The whole time I was in school, in college, like I went to Ursula and you just don't- not go to college for sure i get it yeah you know and i even remember my parents saying to me like you know not if you don't want to go to school like we get it like not everybody goes and i was like yeah. why'd they say that to you what would I don't make know. Oh. looking back i'm like it was like, it was like one of those Never. backwards compliments yes. yeah yeah i took it as a i took it as an extreme insult when yeah. i was in high school and i right. was like what i'm a saint ursula woman yeah i'm going to college yeah do you have F like a you. what's like do you have like a little motto because uh, like uh i feel like at saint x they're like a, a, a Jesuit man or like some kind of thing. Men for others. Men for They're others. Men. My dad went there. My brother went there. That's what it and is. Like or do everybody. you guys have an Ursula woman? You know, like yeah, it's tagline. Um, creating women for the changing world. That's beautiful. Cultivating the vine. Actually, honestly, I don't. I have nothing negative to say about my experience yeah. at St. Ursula. Yeah, yeah. It was honestly super dope. And my mom went there and my sister went there and all my cousins. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah. My mom and her, like, it's dope. It's if you if you go there, you get to send your girls there. It's amazing. Yeah. So um, you do go to college out of spite. Yes. <laughs> Paid for it all myself just to piss people f- the fuck off. Yes. Just to be like, I did it. But I honestly, I just knew li- literally, Chrissy, the only reason why I finished school was because I knew deep down inside of me, if I never did, then like I would, it would just piss me off forever. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, if I don't finish this, I will always regret it and it'll make me mad. And I was mm-hmm. like, I know that about myself. So I did. So I went and like, I never took an elective. So I just got all of these. Ma- like different majors? Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I got like 98% of like four other ones and all of this stuff. Yeah. And like, didn't do the, I don't know. How did, when did you know you were good at talking? Um, since forever. Oh, okay. actually, this is a really cool story. Yeah, Can please. Can I tell this, um, the please real? Please tell me the story. So my dad's parents, grandma and grandpa Jones from the West side mm-hmm. were like my bread and, but they were just like my favorite people in the world yeah. growing up. My grandma dies super tragically. Mm-hmm. She falls down the stairs when she's in like perfect health, getting out, um, 
pool toys for her grandkids because there were so many of us, like from the cellar stairs. Oh she my falls. god. And then she and then she was alive for the next for like two more years, but she was like pretty much brain dead. Oh, she was never the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. she died then. Yeah. And it was out of nowhere and it was she was so healthy. It's it was so just tragic. So so tragic. So at her funeral, all of us kids, grandkids, um, had got to say a couple words and uh, and there are like a lot of us. And my younger brother, oh, this part we were just reading the petitions. Oh, my yeah. younger brother was in front of me and he was reading his petition. And I was like down the altar waiting for him to be done. And he started crying so hard he couldn't finish oh, his yeah. petition. So I walked up there and I like put my arms around him. And then I just clear as day for the first time ever because reading out, reading aloud. I was always really, really bad at mm. and like reading was never like my thing. And, mm-hmm. and um, I just was, I could never read aloud in class. And I just clear as day read aloud his petition and mine. And I have this moment where I remember like feeling just this overwhelming feeling head to toe. Yeah. Of, like standing on the podium and talking. Yes. And like, this is what I must do. Yes. I had a very similar yes. experience. I was like a lecturer for mass. <gasps> Like oh we God, like yes. have to read the petitions yeah. or like do the first reading of the word according to Paul or whatever the fuck it was. Uh-huh. And I, I would do it and I was really good at reading. Mm-hmm. Like my teacher would call on me to read in classes. Like I was always the one that was like reading the novels out loud. Yeah. And then another teacher came up to me, like wasn't mine after mass and was like, you're a really good reader. And I was like, well, this is it. And wow. I knew I couldn't sing yeah. because I tried to sing at an anniversary dinner for one of my uncles. I believe I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think I ruined the microphone. No, Sorry, you did it. I no, ruined you, it. No, you did it. No, you did. <laughs> I can just see you like doing. I was singing words. like completely nasal, like I believe I can fly. <laughs> like, but I thought I was so good. So good. And then they told me I wasn't. So I was like, well, I can't sing, but I can read. Yes. So what do I do? That's amazing. <laughs> Good for you, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you you bartend, you go around, and then yeah. what? What do you do after that? Um, and then in college, well, I remember like in college, my like my I was so excited to finally take um public speaking. And the first class I had, I stayed after stayed after and asked the professor, just point blank. How do you become a public speaker? What does that mean? How yeah. do I do this? Right, right. And and he was like, "Well, I mean, like, what do you mean?" And I was like, "Well, I don't, I don't know." So I guess I've always kind of known. Yeah. yeah. So then finished school, and school took me a while. And then after that, I started doing comedy. How does one start doing comedy? That seems like the most daunting, terrifying thing in the world. Dude, I never even like. I guess I was. I mean, I've always been. Did you think you were funny? Did people tell you you were funny? I never thought I was funny. And but people other people always did. told me I was funny. But yeah. I never like thought that it was a thing that I would pursue. Right. I was always like, I got to get a real job. Well, I think life. that yeah, I feel that I, I think that, you know, there are certain people that you meet that, you know, like I didn't know you very well before, but I'm like, I know this bitch is funny. Oh, right. like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I just you just like I just knew. Well, you know what? I always like my best friend at the time um, when we were we spent 24 hours a day together for years. She is legit. Hands down, the funniest human being to mm. ever walk the face of this planet. Mm-hmm. This is not just my thing. So yeah. I was always in her shadow. Not oh, that yeah. that ever existed. Right, right, right. In. But I just never thought I was that funny. I was like, yeah, oh, I'm just here with her. If you have a comparison to like a f- God, yeah. then you're like. And like to yeah. me, I still idolize this woman. I'm like, she is the funniest fucking Is she working in, in comedy? No. Well, no, she's a writer. Oh, then yeah. She's a yeah. writer, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But I'm like, no, I mean, I never thought that I was really that funny. She's the mastermind and she always made everything better and funnier. Um, but yeah, no, I started that because after I graduated college, I, long story, um, but I decided to start a lifestyle brand, which is like great because now it's like the thing that everyone's doing. A lifestyle brand. But, but like before Instagram existed, uh-huh. I was like, I really want to start this lifestyle, lifestyle brand. The week I graduated college, I had this vision for it. So I got this tattoo and everything. Uh-huh. And um, I started an LLC and I like did the whole thing like immediately rapid fire. Like what I'm 23 or 25 or whatever, like doing this and doing this and doing this. And then... um. Oh, live true, be free is the okay. slogan. Okay. And that was my whole thing. And uh-huh. I had this whole vision for yeah. it. And then long story short, my one of my great friends, Sean Huff, he and I, I brought him on and we decided if we were going to be really young entrepreneur business owners. Sure. You know, when you're young and you're like, like everyone I'm on the wants Forbes to list, do- just nobody knows. You just have this huge ego. In okay. I've been walking around all day today thinking, I have like eight years left to be 40 under 40. Oh my God. You're one of those. Oh, go. go. Anything, it's not anything gonna I can happen. do to help you. It's not going to happen. Don't say that. Don't say that. Anything I can do to help you. I've given up. There's no reason why the they're going to put me on the 40 under 40 Forbes list. I've realized. Like, this bitch does a regular job and has a podcast as a hobby. Cool. No, you have to. I was going to say, girl, you have way too much of a fabulous life to be on the Forbes 40. And like that's, that shit is like. We don't. Under, I feel like we don't understand. No, I, I truly don't. You know, like have you like really been to Silicon Valley? <laughs> no. Okay, I dated a VC from Silicon Valley. That's so hot. I'm so turned on. Dude, it was actually really dope. And <laughs> <laughs> when I was 27 and he was 40, and that's a bit, I love that. And like one of his one of his friends um, was the creator of Google Glass. Okay, which like casual doesn't exist anymore. It never took off. But you remember those glasses that yes. were like going to be a thing? Yes. And he was like at his birthday party and like he just like knows. I mean, it was anyway, because of him, I spent time there mm-hmm. and I was completely blown away. Like, oh, yeah, no, I don't. I have no idea what I'm doing. There's nothing. I have nothing. I have nothing to compare. Literally just like not even. I'm like, all right, girl, you need it. It was the most humbling, mm-hmm. humbling mm-hmm. thing in the world. Right, right, right. I can imagine. I forget what I was. Oh, okay. So Sean Huff. Yes. Your lifestyle brand. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Which never happened. Okay. okay. <laughs> but so, um, but we're relaunching. Anyway, it'll happen one day. Um, but so Sean, it was really like a friend dared me. So he, we signed up for, we signed each other up. We like kept telling each other that, that we were like super young. And so we needed to be really strong and like brazen and bold. Okay. So we would create challenges for each other okay. to do. And his challenge for me, one of the first ones was to, um, we both did stand up comedy and then I did it just really well. And the first night I did it, the, the, they asked me to be part of the comedy troupe at what? the comedy club. And I was like, where was this? Oh, just like Go Bananas in Cincinnati. Oh, here in Cincinnati. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, do you want to be part of our like team? And I was like, okay. And so it was cool. And so How then- did you prepare for this? What was your process like? What was, what was, do you have a theme, like a reoccurring theme? Did you just tell stories? Please tell me. More I just about this. told, I just told a story about when I was with Sean, actually, I just told a story about how I gave, this is a true story, <laughs> um, on my 25th birthday, I went to a gay strip club mm-hmm. and I like put gave money to this gay stripper sure. and I creeped him out so much he gave me all the money back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're going to need this more yes. than me. <laughs> yes. He was 
literally like, if you can leave now, honey, yeah, you can go wait in line Get for the this bathroom cab. Yeah. forever. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm just here wearing cowboy boots in July, yeah. August, yeah. like, I mean, in Cincinnati, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, that's hilarious. Yeah, but it was really, really cool because yeah. it was the first time that I'd really done something like that that I like really liked. And, I and so you were nervous to, as fuck before. Oh, my God. Okay, so we're talking about this earlier. Yes. For two weeks, my process is to, I think that's why I exercise so much. Is, uh-huh. um, uh, while I'm exercising is when I think about it all. Oh, and I'm really? Like, and I talk out loud to myself and get a lot of writing stuff down. Okay. And um, I would, I lived downtown. I used to live at the bottom of the street, yep, actually. Yep, yep, And I would just walk around yes. for hours every day. Yes, I do my best thinking walking. Yes. Yeah. And uh, like no phone, no, I, no watch on, no mm. nothing. Just I need my phone to take notes. Mm. I add a little to notes to my notes section. Um, at the time, I would just carry a Sharpie in my pocket all the time. And right on your arm? Yeah. Okay. That's and you true know what? punk rocker right you know, there. whatever. And uh, I'm sure <laughs> my pants Surprised it wasn't a tattoo needle. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, can I tell you? This is, I feel like I can talk forever on this because this is actually pretty cool. Yeah, so the please. night before... I did stand up for the first time. I was running. I was just walking around Cincinnati. It was really cold. And I like had diarrhea all the time. Because you were so nervous. I'm telling you. Yes. And do you know who Paul Giamatti is? No. The actor. Mm -mm. Um, He was in Sideways. He, anyway, he was in town filming with um, George Clooney. I know him. And um, the other hot guy, Ryan, Paul Ryan. Ryan. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, that one movie they made here, the council or council, I forget. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I know, you know exactly what, what you're talking about, but I have like no idea what ago? it's called. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was like called like an it was like an amendment or something. I was in college. I was in college where when did they you did this. Miami. Oh, word. Oh fuck, we. I'm never gonna think about it. It's like like Bill Twenty Nine or like Parliament Fifty Five. Yes. Something nothing like it, but. But yeah, no, yes. I, hold on, I'm getting way off it. Anyway, I ran into this famous person. It was like the yes. first real famous person I ever met the night before. And I ran and I was like walking and talking to myself. And then I was like, that's Paul Giamatti. So I turned around and like tapped him on the shoulder. Oh, God. Oh God. And I was like, hey, uh, I don't remember your name, but like. I, I know you're famous. Yeah, I was like, I'm a big fan, kind of. Like what you said in Sideways, I drink Merlot all the time. And like, I saw this, blah, 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 blah. I started talking to him. And, like, I'm having started, my first big stage debut tomorrow. Do you have any words of wisdom? Oh, my God. I didn't tell him that. I was so nervous. I was just like, this is a famous person. And I didn't talk to him. I have to go talk to him. And then, and then. I like walked away and was like, I should have told him that I was on this yeah. thing. And, he, and then in my mind, I'm like, he would have brought George Clooney here uh-huh. and then the rest would have been You would have been signed immediately <laughs> as an eight for an Ethan agent. Yeah. Which I guess that's what everybody thinks. But Okay. So you, yeah. your process, you were like, you walk, you exercise, you think about it. Yeah. If you're thinking, if you're doing this, we're talking specifically stand up, right? Mm-hmm. So you prepare two weeks in advance? For that I did. Yeah. Because I found Cause out. it was kind of It was like a Wednesday and Sean was like, it, two weeks from today, we're doing stand-up. You have to bring five people with you. This is how it goes. And I was like, oh, my God, why? Yeah. But also, I'm like, I can't say no. Like, no, I don't back down. No. Like, you can't say no to, yeah. you know. Yeah, So totally. I did. And I got, I rallied my good thing about being related to so many people. They all came. Yeah. Great. Did you, were you into comedy? Have you been into comedy? Like, you follow, up, follow stand-up comedians? You go to comedy no, shows? I mean, like, I was... Uh, I was pretty much raised me and my brothers and my dad and we always like watch Saturday Night Live and yeah. they're like such machismo chauvinistic humor. Yeah. Like I find to be really hilarious. Yeah. Unfortunately as a, yeah. as a feminist as a progressive feminist sure. I still think humor that shit's hilarious. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like unoffendable. Yeah. And no, like same. 
I feel like I can say whatever because I'm unoffendable, and that's yeah. not true. Yeah, but, um, I know. In this day and age, it's hard. Ooh. Are you worried about like being on the air? Yeah, not not because like what you will say on the air, but if someone like digs some shit up about you and they're yeah. like, DJ radio personality Natalie Jones has a tweet from twenty two thousand and eight. Oh yeah, but like too bad. Like nobody cares about that unless you're like Jerry Seinfeld. Okay, you know. Okay, so, so you're not like, worried. No, not about that. I stuff, personally just like can't wait until I'm at this level exactly. of recognition and fame where just I have like people you. from my past coming exactly. back and be like, "I'm claiming sexual misconduct at the Brick Street Bar at Miami University in 2007." Uh, she forcibly grabbed my hand and held on to it. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> she pinned me up against the wall and made out with me. Been there, done that. Was that you? So that was you. Okay. You're welcome. Like, I just can't wait. I also can't wait. Do you have haters? Do you have people who leave you bad reviews? Um, It's happened. I, I don't, I mean, they have, it has happened, but not like on a regular basis. But yeah. Oh, I just can't wait for my first bad review. Oh my God. My first hater was, I was like so excited. Yeah. My that's mom, what I mean. I can't wait. Oh my God. It was so exciting. My mom and I like got really through like a party and we're like, oh my God. That yes. means you've made it. Someone's hating on you. I mean, I'm I... sure someone is like fucking probably sitting behind their phone, following me on Instagram being like, this bitch is so fucking annoying and dumb and thirsty, but for, I don't mean, have it like publicly announced. Oh, you said the word thirsty. Are you talking about your... No way. I just think you're a babe. I no, yeah. I mean, that's what I think too, but there's got to be someone out there mm. that's like, this bitch is annoying. Oh, for you know? sure. For sure. That's definitely been said to me before. And I was called... Yep. Yep. During... Yeah. So many things have happened that I didn't know I was offending people. Oh, uh, so. so it was like a, you were an offensive thing. Yeah. I was just making jokes. Right. Because it's a joke. jokes, man. It's a joke. Uh, mm, jokes don't exist anymore. I think that's, I think that for right now should. they're on hold. They're on hold. We're pausing for 2020. Yes. Jokes Dude, are not allowed to ridiculous. exist. You know, it's so true though. But like, you know what? I went to Dave Chappelle recently mm. and that's where like, it was great because it was like, everything was normal and it was just Yeah. Raw he made jokes. Humor. Yeah. It was awesome. Just to, like, just for that feeling that we can all just make fun of everything right now and it's fine. Right. I think that should be allowed. I think that's very important. I, I completely agree. Yes. But in this like cancel culture situation that we're in, Stop. it's like, I know. I think it's so terrible. It's so toxic. So but, do I. But, yeah. So this is the other thing, though, is that almost everyone that I follow and that I know also agrees that mm -hmm. it's toxic. So I'm like, who are the people that are that are saying that it's not? And then that further leads me to believe like, oh, my God, what does my fucking echo chamber look like of that? Like everyone around me I, agrees with me. Wait, what does echo chamber mean again? It's like you're just like saying something out and it's coming back at you. Like it's like every like the people I follow on social media, the, ah. the people I follow on social media, my friend circle, like we all pretty much agree, you know maybe not agree on everything but mm -hmm. i don't know anyone that's like so we like should diversify. cancel but i think it's the young kids the young kids are like that's that what i think i don't know like i said even though i work in media i'm still like it in it a whole lot but i don't go out of my way to be in it more I yeah so i guess i kind of do it's i well i don't know but i feel like i'm the same way but i also feel like i just I, I honestly feel older It's now. like a generational a genera thing. I think it's the younger generation. Oh, shit. That's what I think. That's my personal opinion. I'm not. Okay. Well, any youngins out there listening, you can't cancel someone because they say something, even if they're not joking and it's just something you don't agree with. Mm -hmm. Yep. They're a shitty person. 
whatever that you can believe whatever you want but they still get to say what they want to say it doesn't make it i don't i don't i don't agree with so much of it's going on and not that like i don't agree with it i just feel like it's not a healthy environment for people to be living in nor for kids to be being raised in no because you're not going to say anything you have no freedom of expression everything's going to turn into this like prim and proper little robot yeah exactly and then also that really um that's dumbing down the arts and like artistic expression is not being existed anymore which is i believe as working in the arts and being an arts supporter that that is the basis of life and humanity is artistic expression like how did that sign get made right an artist made it i agree how did i mean Artists make the world. I 100% agree. Artists and scientists, like totally. I think that the. I'm also then. It's like, what do we expect will happen when you give two billion people a microphone? Oh, right. Like we did this to ourselves. You can't say everyone have the internet. Say whatever you want. Cancel. Like (laughs) you can't do that. You can't do it. Do you know what's funny? When I had the opportunity to be on uh, be on a reality show. Okay. Pause right then and there. What reality show were you on? Um, oh no, I wasn't on one. Oh, but I had the opportunity to be on one. Oh, okay. and um, biggest and, mistake of your life not to and, take it. No, well, this is the thing. So when I was living in um, uh, out west, whatever. I'll, I'll, okay, so, so okay, well, you did your stand up comedy, your comedy here, and then mm-hmm. you moved out west. Um, yeah, so I started doing stand up comedy here, and then I also was a mortgage broker, whatever. Okay, cool. And so my sister worked at a hedge fund in New York, and she was like, "Yo, I got you a job as a he- at a hedge fund, and you can." And my sister is amazing, the biggest yeah. support, the biggest supporter of me. Yeah, she's like, "You come to New York, live with me, pursue comedy, work during the day." Sure, it seems like hedge a great. Fund. Yeah. So I was like, either become a billionaire or a famous comedian. Yes, but don't you feel like those are like so contradictory? Like yeah, how do you are. work as a hedge fund person and then try just to be a pay comedian? bills? You, yeah, if you yeah. don't get if you maybe that's why those people are so successful because you have zero if you have zero emotion involved that's in all of is. that, then yeah. you can make those transactions. Yeah, but um, so on my way to New York, I moved to the Outer Banks because I used to go there in college. Mm-hmm. Me and all my um island friends went back for one last summer before we all went and did like serious, sure. like, serious stuff. Yeah, and um, a hurricane came in. And I was living on a boat, and the boat was just, we were all displaced. What? So then. What is happening? I know, dude. So then. Who are you? So then, so then that didn't happen, and I was like, well, I want to move to to New York with, like, a whole bunch of money saved, and I don't come from any money, and mm-hmm. I didn't have any saved, not enough at least. And um, and so I met people going out to Telluride, Colorado, and they're like, it's the same thing, tourist town, like, make money, and then you go to New York. And then I yeah, was like, honestly, like bartending. You're yeah, bartender. Yeah, bartender. And I was like, you know, honestly, I've never been out west. Like, my family, we never, when I've never done that. Yeah. Like, I've never been to the Rockies. Like, yeah. F, yeah. So then I went and then, like, fell in love yes. and never made it to New yes. York. Yes, And it was like, yes. and life just got better. Yeah, It was yeah. just amazing. I had... Natalie, I'm going to say this again. I had a very similar experience. (gasps) I went to Colorado for the first time when I graduated college. So 2010, I was 22. And I went out with my friend's family. It was the first time I saw the Rocky Mountains. And I fucking, I was enrolled at George Washington University to move to D.C. to go to grad school for a master's in public relations because I wanted to be this like PR person. Yeah, dude, that is so you. But I saw the mountains and I just realized like, 
this isn't what I want to do. This is what I think I should do. This is the, a mm. safe path forward. This is like, I don't want to figure out the rest of my life. So I'm continuing to go to grad school because I don't want to face reality. Yeah. Had this like come to Jesus moment, unenrolled in school, canceled my lease in my apartment in DC and like cried for two days in my grandma's basement. And then was like, okay, now I have to get a job. Oh my God. It changed my whole life. So did you move to uh, did you no I didn't out? move out west it wasn't even that I like yes I would have loved to be there but that wasn't it wasn't even that I needed to physically be there it was just that like there's something bigger than your fucking little exactly. bubble that you thought was what you're supposed to do don't you feel like like the the humbling of natural beauty in those huge mountains make you realize that like oh girl yeah no, you don't yeah, know what the it, fuck you're doing it makes priority well I feel like it makes priorities super super easy yeah and for me it was like i that realization was there inside me i just like needed like a little and do you you ever regret it no no No. not at all not at all i mean it's been a rocky road but no i don't don't regret it right so you so you stayed out in colorado you're bartending oh yeah yeah so then i was in colorado and bartending and having a blast and then it seems like so much fun i couldn't be a bartender though because i would just be so fucking addicted to the chaos of it and like all of it i just oh i was yeah definitely like drunk every day for like a decade yeah that's how i would be too i hate to admit it but now the bars aren't open i'm not gonna lie it's made me realize that like i don't know if i ever go back i've been to all of them yeah i did it i did it i did it i so i I got a lifetime of bars in me I, i thought that i was there Mm-hmm. I thought that I was there. And then when it was taken away from me, now I'm like, all I want to do is fucking go to a club and feel the burning desperation of like warm vodka going down my throat. And I can't see anyone or hear anything. I can't move. I'm sweating my feet. Like, that's all I want. <laughs> when we're allowed to do that again, we're doing that together. Yes. Okay. Yes. And you've got to come out west because yes. you would love my friends. <laughs> yes. We'll do it. Sign me up. Sign me. I'll drive. I don't care. Oh, gosh. Um, that sounds so. You're bartending. Crazy. You're doing this thing. Are you doing comedy there too? You got rid of the hedge fund job. Uh, yeah, that never. I mean, the, 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 yeah, I, you didn't go to New York, so yeah. it was done. And then, um, yes, and then I decided to stay after my first season. Um, yeah, I went back to South Carolina for a hot minute, but then I went back to North Carolina. Uh huh. Okay. And um, and just where did the reality show come in? Okay, so. Telluride Colorado offers so many things and I what made me really why I adhered to it so much is their arts their arts and culture scene is in crazy crazy thriving yeah so I remember telling my best friend Jennifer Jen like there are everything that I want to do in life at some point is offered here on this scale I'm gonna go there I'm gonna do it get practice then I'm gonna go back and do the real world and then I, I did it. I made a list that said yeah. takeover Telluride and or just like my takeover list. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And then I did it all. And then I moved to L.A. and then I came home. OK, so, so you moved to L.A. What, what prompted that? I'm going to get some ice for my whispering angel. Jeez. Um, I was an awarded an arts grant at, at um, in Telluride. So they give arts. They give artists grants every year. And what's crazy about it is the same. So man- what was your art comedy? Yeah. Okay. And the same man who was like, do not go on this reality show was the same guy, my roommate, and he's a filmmaker now for Patagonia and stuff. And he was like, casual, just dropping these casual bombs on us. Oh my God. He was, uh, he's dope. No, it was so great about him was when we first became roommates and stuff, like we were both just like trying, hustling, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. And now he's like achieved so much success and it's so cool. Um, 
And he was the one who was like, you should try out, you should do this artist grant. I didn't have any confidence in myself. And I was like, I just do comedy as like a thing because it's fun and I just yeah. around, whatever. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, no. So pretty much he did it all like for me. Mm. Pretty much. And he was like, you filled need- out the shit. All yes. Yeah. And he was like, answer these questions, do it. And he really stayed on me about it. Yeah. And I did filled it all out. And then I was awarded the most money out of anyone that year. And they were like, that's amazing. I know. And it was totally like, Oh my God. It was so cool. Like it was so amazing to have the entire town around me supporting yes. me. Like, girl, you are going to go. Like we all support you and believe in you so much. And it was the coolest fucking feeling in the world. Yeah. So then I moved to LA to pursue comedy and I get there and I love it. And for the first time ever, I'm like, my people. Yes, because it's a fucking land of extroverts and everyone yes. is just fucking trying to shine. I love it too. I yes. love it so much. I just fit in. <laughs> yes, I like, love it so much. I feel much. like what I've always hated is um, dressing so extravagantly and calling attention to myself in Ohio when I've always just been like, this is just how I am. No, exactly. It. And in LA, everyone it was way outdoing you and it's amazing. It's amazing. And you just... There's so many nice places to rest in. my eyes. Everyone likes to yes. fucking talk about themselves. Conversation is so yes. easy because all you have to do is like ask one tiny question and people are off and mm-hmm. I am genuinely interested and curious about people so I'm like yeah fucking keep talking about Same. it I don't yes. I want to hear <laughs> I love it and I love to see people who are like just trying to do new things and yes, have, they're just and, going after and it don't adhere to anything and right. everyone is doing some crazy cool idea and, mm-hmm. ever, and everyone's supporting each other yeah and Nobody has kids. And so yeah, it is perfect. just like a bunch of drunk adults like, you can do it yeah. all the time. Right. It was so awesome. No, I know. I, I feel very similarly. I love it. Yes. And then I found out that my mom was having a hard time back at home and that I had to move home. And then the last, like, after I realized, that's where like the hard stop happens. <laughs> it's like, it was so amazing. And then I found out that I like, my gut, I just felt a calling, just like I mm-hmm. felt a calling in Catholic mm-hmm. church that I was going to be a public speaker, like yes. the same thing that like, yes. you have to go home, you have to go do this. It was just a personal yeah. thing. Yeah. And uh, then living in LA became difficult. And then, um, yeah, and then I came home. And you've been home for? Three years. Three years. Yeah. It was just three years in August. Do it's you want to go back? No, I don't know. I don't know. Things I mean, change. Yeah. Um, everything is everything has changed dramatically. And I mean, I came home with zero job. Mm-hmm. I came home at 32 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I came home August 1st. My birthday was July. I remember I turned 32 mm-hmm. in Telluride with my girls. And I was like, I remember hysterically crying yeah. <laughs> at, at like my goodbye dinner with my good girlfriends and I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like I'm yeah. giving up my life. Like I love this so much. I just like loved oh life God. there so much. And I was like, what am I doing? Blah, blah, blah. I remember my good friend Megan looked at me and she was like, girl, whatever you're doing is the right thing and you know it. That's yeah. why you're doing it. Right. And you are going to be rewarded tenfold for it. Yeah. Like just you have to follow it confidently. You're going to be, it's going to be fine. Just yeah. trust it. It's going to be fine. And it, I'm not going to lie, has not been easy. Yeah. Like, sure. It has been the hardest fucking three years of Ye- my life. Yes. For sure. Yes. But it all turned out again. So when you got back here, okay, wait, so where's the fucking reality show? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that was just like, because this, okay. Because this is how LA is. It's, it was actually an LA Telluride thing. So because of those two towns are magical, mm-hmm. um, there, there was just an opportunity through people I knew that like, oh, you can just be on this show if you want to. 
um, do you want to do this? And I was like, hold on, let me check. So I checked with David. What are you checking with? My and anyone says you want to be on TV. I'm, yes, <laughs> I don't really yes. care about being. I don't even. I like never watch TV. I don't like really care. I never. I've who never cares? Other TV. people watch TV. It's true. It's true. So I didn't really know that. So as someone who David was experiencing, we were kind of in it together a little bit, and he yeah. was experiencing more. Uh, he just knows me better okay. than I know myself. Okay, fair. So I asked him, and I was like, "Yo, David, do you think I can go on the show? Do you think I should do it?" And he said, "No, immediate no." Do you think he's jealous of you? No, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. Kidding. And he was like, do you know yourself? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. You what know, was the premise of the show? And he was like, you're the most inappropriate person I've ever met, Natalie. Do you think you're really going to tone that back? No, that's TV? why you're great TV. That's why you'd be beloved. And, and no, but, or hated, but it doesn't matter. Exactly. It doesn't matter. So, so, so that's when he was like, right here, he's like, you're, he's like, if you want to continue on your road to um in whatever you're gonna do you know he's like do you want your career to start in this reality show do you want to get tainted by the yes. reality show you don't want to like always be known as snooky yes yeah. he's like yeah think Got about it. It. and so i said good point so i said no <sighs> and then that's a hard pill for me to swallow but girl well you know what <laughs> i mean what if you were just that one person that was on that one season 27 <laughs> of that one reality show eight years ago i like, mean you're rich no, but you don't get rich from being on a reality show. I guess it depends on which show you're on. Okay, okay fine. I don't know anything about your financial situation, okay. but I'm telling you a reality <laughs> show will not give you this. Okay. <laughs> the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, they fucking just stack up the cash. Okay, but they had to be rich to be on the show to begin with. Okay, that's a fair point. Okay, like, fine. Very rich. Fine, fine, fine. I support your decision. Which, I'm by here the way, for you. Did you see that there's a new um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City coming out? Of, like, no. Mormons? Mormons? Yes. Interesting. I know. I could be into it. So when you get to Cincinnati, yes. you don't have a job. Uh-uh. No job. I have $4,000. How did you end up on the radio? I have $4,000 saved. That's a pretty decent sum, I think. I guess so. Even because I didn't even try to save. I was like living for the two months I went back to Telluride before I came home. I was just like hysterically crying and like raging and saying yes to every opportunity and just like, this is it, guys. And I was just honestly, truly heartbroken because I knew I was coming home to see uh, my mom really sick. Yeah. And that that was just a hard pill to swallow. Really difficult. Um, And three weeks into me being home, I'm down to like $800. And I'm like, how did this happen? (laughs) Come back. High rolling in Cincinnati. My mom and I had a blast. Yeah. So I start bartending at the bar that I bartended in in college. What bar is that? On the west side. Oh. I bartended at Crossroads, but I started bartending at Tavern on the Bend. It's in White Oak. Okay. I don't know. Homies there for sure. Love Mm -hmm. you guys. Mm -hmm. And then um, I started doing community radio. So I got home August 1st, and then I saw an ad in City Beat that there was, like, this girl who started a People's Liberty with her People's uh-huh, Liberty grant. Yeah. She started an, um, a radio, an, uh, like, a public radio. Cool. Yeah. So I just wrote an email and was like, hey. Hey, I, I'm a comedian. I did. Well, I did public radio. Hold on. I did a volunteer radio show in Telluride. Oh, okay. Uh, that's a huge, that. that's a a huge, huge copy. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It was the soothing tones of Natalie Jones. Okay. It's, it sounds really good. It was really fun. Do you have, like, you have a, oh, you have a great radio voice obviously that's why you get that's why you get hired to be on the radio but there was that that was like 
But that is equivalent to like college podcast compared to the vehicle that I'm in now. Yeah, So so I just did that like for fun sometimes. Uh Uh-huh. What would you talk? What would you do? Just like just play songs. Okay. Okay. You're radio DJ. Yeah. Okay. 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 Like really just like play because you love music. Yes. Yes. Huge music nerd. Yes. 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 Core of it is huge music nerd. Yeah. And then uh. Uh yeah, so then I just you applied asked. to this community radio thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she, at being familiar with public radio, she was like, "Yeah, dude, come tomorrow." Yes. So then I went, and I um this was in like I guess September. I'd been home for six weeks and hadn't posted on any social media in six weeks because I was just like in a oh. hard place. Yeah, yeah. My mind and heart were yeah. not yeah in a good place. Yeah, and um. So I took a, I went with my friend and uh, she took a picture of me mm-hmm. and I remember telling my mom as we're having drinks on the veranda, on mm-hmm. her front porch or whatever, I was like, I think I'm going to post this picture, mom. I said it out loud to her. Like I haven't posted a picture in a long time, but I really love this picture of me doing radio. I'm going to post it. So I post that picture. Mm-hmm. The next, within t- two days later, a day later, a girl I went to high school with, who I haven't seen since high school, mm-hmm. messages me on Ursula, Facebook. Ursula, a woman of creating change, cultivating yes, world. Hillary Kelly Widener. And um, I'm with my mom at lunch, and I get a, this Facebook message from her that says, "Hey, work at Q102. They're hiring right now. I see you do radio. Are you interested okay, in applying?" What the fuck? And I read this message. This is actually pretty cool. I read this message aloud to my mom at lunch, and we both start crying really, really, really hard. And we're both like, "You're gonna get it." And oh, we you knew it. Knew. You we just knew both it. Knew. You just both knew. And like the moment I walked, I just walked into the interview just knowing that like the un- this is, yes, yes, this is already happening. I so already like know a couple happening. little baby stints on, on community radio mm. and now you're like fucking Q102 radio personality DJ. When are you on the radio? Uh, from three to seven. Monday through Saturday. Monday through Saturday. Okay. So mm. I want to talk about this job. This is very interesting to me. Okay. What do you, I mean, obviously- I listen, I've listened to the radio. Mm-hmm. I, I I know like the front facing part of it. You're chatting. You got a little banter. You have a co-host? No, I'm it's by just, myself now. Okay. I got to talk about that too. But did you ha- have a co-host? Previously? I did have a co-host. Was, yeah. So like you have a little cute banter, whatever mm-hmm. your relationship, you talk about things you can like share. And then you just press the song. And then you press the song. And do you know the song's coming up or you get to choose? You have a list of... 25 songs you can do. You know this. So you kind of get, you know the song that's coming up next. So you choose. So like when I look at it, um, I'm like, okay, in between this song, I'm going to stop it. And then within those songs, it gives you so much, so many parameters of content of what you want to talk about. Okay. So you can do so many different current events, what's going on. And then also like information that's happening with those artists that you're just. Yes, sure. Okay. So you have kind of like little, little section kind of th- like like theme buckets of like you can talk about a current event you can talk about what's going on with the artist you can talk about yourself can you talk about yourself do you talk about yeah you? i do it all day okay well is that that's like normal to do they know a little bit about you uh yeah i would say like i don't so the radio that i did before this was um nonprofit, like indie yes uh, right you know like doesn't you can radio. say like whatever the fuck you want um, no, FCC no. regulate. No, we were the last, we are the, in, in, we, uh, I, I still say we, cause I'm in the Telluride community of, okay. um, Kodo is the last non underwritten FM radio station in America, which means that they have no sponsors. It's 100% donorship. Yes. Cool. So there are no commercials. So you get way more time. Yes. You still have to adhere to FCC yes. regulation. Okay. Right. Got it. And, um, 
Yeah, but it's not like real radio. I mean, it is, but yeah, yeah. Not like this. So when you had, so you moved now. You're it's just you. So every day, Monday, your Monday through Saturday, you are you are on the air. This is live on the air. Yeah. Do you prep before you go on? Yes. Okay. What does that prep look like? Um, on a great day. Um, uh, fitness is involved in this, which is why it's perfect because yes. I have to exercise every day before I start. I I consider my like I'm trying to get my my yoga classes paid for by my company because I'm cool. like, this is like literally part of my work day. Yes. Um, Where do you uh, do yoga? Moto. Okay, cool. Yeah. On Like on uh, in Cincinnati Moto or Northern yeah. Kentucky? Okay. Usually usually Cincinnati because the traffic to Northern Kentucky yep. is so outrageous. Yep. Um, but if I can't go get into a class because COVID is all different now, yeah. I'll, I'll go to different classes or like a, a member of the Y or whatnot. Just Ooh, get into any too. sort of class. Yes. I just joined the Y. Yes, they're like I. I love the Y. I live right across the street from or around the corner from yeah. it. Yeah, and I love being in classes though with other people. Yes, like community. Yes, and um, so wake up and drink coffee and do whatever, and then um, yeah, exercise. You ha- why do you have to exercise before you go on the air? Because I I just I it's mental one hundred percent mental. Okay, I exercise because I want my bod to look good. Sure, but we I all mean, do. but I also like eat and drink whatever I want to, pretty much. Right. I mean, but I'm like, yeah, pr- yeah, pretty much. Right. Though. I'm not right. gonna eat like Doritos or a chili dog. Right. But like okay. I eat and drink whatever. I want yeah, totally. I just had a hot dog this weekend. So oh, nice. <laughs> I can't like, we'll talk. But um, <laughs> but like. Uh, yeah, don't, I have to exercise and then because it gets my, it gets my brain going. Okay. Yeah. So then I get in I the agree. flow mm-hmm. and like the whole thing, at least for me every day is like, is, um, is, what's the word I'm looking for? Is achieving flow. While you're talking, while you're going through, like you want it to be smooth. Um, yeah. Cause I want my show to be while I'm in flow. Cause then it's really good. Yeah. And what's great about radio is that you get immediate results. Because people are saying shit to you? No, because like the way that the ratings work or whatnot, you know, you can tell There's like- There's ratings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, like, like, like really instant pretty much. And so you can tell what's working. And I just know for me that when I really- How do you know what the ratings flow, are? There's a whole calculated system that Is I don't really people understand. people are listening, but like you're, they're not giving feedback. Is it just the number of listeners? Yeah. And also, uh, actually, I honestly, I don't really know. Just this like- I know what works to my. Bo- I know what's important to my bosses and okay. the way that the whole system works. Got it. And like, so you can get immediate feedback that. as you're talking. Kind of, yeah. Okay, okay. And uh, and I just know that it it all goes better with everything when I'm in when I'm in you know when you achieve flow and when I'm like doing whatever. How does I that feel to. to you? How does the flow feel to you? Really easy and mm-hmm. enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. you have like one thing coming off the next and it's like flowing yeah. and you're articulate. Confidence. And yeah. It's like, it's a solid confidence that there's no, I'm not second guessing anything and I just yeah. say it and I make it work no matter what. And it's yeah. just the confidence knowing that it's going to be okay going into everything. Because yeah. you press the button and crack the mic and you're live. Right. And, there it is. And you could say, like there are more things to it. Like at least the way I look at it is there... Like if your ratings go down and you're really bad at your, if you're really bad at it, then the sales team doesn't make any money, and sure. they have families that they need to provide yes. for. And then, and then there are 
other people who all depend on the ratings and the well-being of the radio station and like there's no I in team like we all got to do well yeah it has to all go well so I feel like a responsibility for everybody else to to be my best and to try for sure that's a lot of pressure you're like the face of it without the face the voice yeah just for those just for those times and like we all are we all have our own you know responsibilities and that's just that's just mine during yeah so you want to take it seriously right totally totally so you when you're like prepping are you writing anything down? Do you have like oh, an yeah, outlining? Yeah. Are you like going in with an idea of like, this is kind of how I want the show to go today? Yeah, I feel like I'm talking in circles. Sorry, maybe it's the wine. I'm no, you're not talking over. in circles. Um, the uh, Yeah, so so exercise and then um, go home and change. And like, I have to spend like a couple minutes in the mirror, like singing my favorite song and like oh. putting on makeup and having like an I love me moment. Interesting. Every day. So do you put on makeup to. to go on the radio? Yeah. Just because it's like it makes me feel better. For, I mean, for sure. I yeah. would do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like you have to have your Mariah Carey moment like in like, you know, you're in your underwear and like putting on mascara and I'm like yes. loving myself and I'm loving life. Yeah. Fuck yes. That because has to like, happen every day. Because even though, yes, you're, people are just listening, it's still a performance. Yeah. Yeah. And how you feel, I feel like in life in general and, and especially in your voice, how you feel is completely transcendent through your voice yeah. and through your tone and whether you realize it or not. It's like right. in like in your eyes and in, in, you know, and so yeah. Yeah. you just want to be your best. And what sucks is when you're having days that really suck. That's what I was going to ask. And when you're feeling like shit. Like what if you don't feel funny? What yeah. if your energy's not on? That happens a lot. Right. I mean, that happens a lot to me. I record once a week. Yeah. And like, but if that once a week recording happens to fall on a day where I'm literally at my fucking work desk rate day job uh-huh. up until like 15 minutes before and I'm like fucking, fra- I'm like, how do I just separate these two people that I have to be? And like, I will get like so anxious and like so worked up. Yeah. And luckily, normally like I press record and in the first maybe five minutes it'll be clunky but like uh, you warm up just like working out you warm up yeah. and you're into it and then when it's over you're like I don't remember what I was worried about exactly yeah See? like and once you do that every day right and you do and it every you know, day and then you know that yeah and you're like yes and then but you also have to respect yourself and like do the things to, to get you to that yes. every day yeah yeah know? yeah take care of yourself in a way that's like setting you up for success yeah and um and then like like you just you just build confidence in it. Yeah. And then sometimes like it sucks. Like sometimes do you, you just like do bad. Yeah. Do you, do you, right. I mean, sometimes yes, exactly. It's like yeah. anyone's job, like you're not always a hundred percent on every single day. Yeah, no, I've like messed up so Wait, can you talk about a really can you talk about a mess up? Can you talk about a mess up? <laughs> Um, dude, how much time do we have to go through? But I mean, I we're think just, we're today, doing a Joe Rogan. Marathon. I mean, like, I fucked up today like eight times, probably. What'd you do? Um, you know, like you, you press the wrong button, or like, oh, I pre-recorded. <laughs> I pre-recorded something. Which okay, does happen in radio sometimes. Okay, so like, what is what 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 did you pre-record? For example, is it like an ad? Are you reading ads sometimes? You reading advertisements? Yeah, so those are pre-recorded. Yeah, yeah, which is why I was late because I had to cut all these commercials. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah, so I pre-recorded something today and it just was whatever it was. I'm okay. just going to say that. Okay. It was whatever it and was. And I had the button, <laughs> it like, started, I thought I pressed end, but I did it and it like kept playing over other songs oh, and like, geez. it was a mix of media, yeah. which is like, no, 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 a huge no, go. no one likes that. Yeah. And there were, um, 
Many other ones. Many, mm-hmm. many other ones. Do you have like a really bad one? So like you get to talk to really cool people. Like I know you just fucking interviewed Sia, which we'll talk about that for your podcast soon. But have you, do you, get to, have you talked to other cool people? Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, the, the Chainsmokers are one of my first. They're what? super cool. <laughs> Dying. Oh my god! What's even cooler about them is one of my girlfriends from Telluride went to high school with them. Are they just as they appear? Yes. 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 They. Are, I want to party with them in Vegas so bad I mean, just because like that's all they do. Literally, there are people yes. like one hundred percent. I knew it. I knew it from the beginning I that we'd be friends. Did. So the thing is, okay, this is fucked up. I know. The, I know the chain smokers are not going to listen to this. So I'm just real honest. About uh, it. We don't know anything. Okay, Natalie. <laughs> So, oh wait, hold on, I didn't mean to like that. <laughs> so they, uh, so when I was living in the wood, like living in the mountains, yes. I like removed myself from pop culture, all of it for like six years. And right. that's when the, the, the chain smokers yeah. came about. Uh-huh. And the only thing I do know is every time I'd go like back to the real world and hear anything on the radio, and sure. every time I heard certain songs, I would like, make me mad. And I'd be like, this is a horrible song. <laughs> Horrible song. Turn this shit off. And then I got the job at Q and realized that all of those songs are the chain smoker songs. Every single one of them. I'm like, they've been plaguing me for the past fucking five years. So then I got to meet They're them. so good. They're all exactly the same and they're so good. They, they, they're so brilliant. I'm a bro. Yes, yes, yes. And so now I've come to really love them. And then so one of my friends from Telluride went to high school with one of them. Okay. And so... Um, so I somehow I told her that I was getting I was getting this interview. She was like, "Oh, dude, no way!" One of them I forget his name. Like I went to Chad or whatever. She's mm-hmm. like, "I went to a co- I went to high school with Chad. him." Actually, it's like something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and so what was cool was her and I. She's like, "I'm not gonna give you his phone number, but like he and I've been texting. Like he knows about you. Like you're coming." Oh, that's a nice whatever. like warm lead into it, dude. Because I imagine it would be really insane to be like. Hey, I'm gonna be one of the one million media people you're gonna meet with in the next thirty days. Like, I gotta try to like get something out of you. Exactly. Like, and also, I want you to like me because you're dude, the chain smoker. Totally. Yeah. So it was like one of my first. It was like one of my my first ones at Q, and like I was so nervous about it. And so I went in and I was like, "Oh, yo, man, hey, Sheila." Was telling me, and he was like, "Oh, you're Sheila's from Telluride, dope! Like, yeah. I love Telluride. Yeah. We were an asthma. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah, was like yeah, immediately yeah. like right. started off great, and they really are exactly they're wonderful. They could be right here. Oh, they were so cool. God, I love that about and, them. And ever since then, now I'm like, now I'm obsessed with them. I went from really hating them to loving. Them. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so how long have you been doing radio? How, how long have you been on Q102? Uh, three years now, two years, three, three, it'll be three years, October 1st. Wow. Yeah. That's great. It seemed, I mean, I know like a job is a job, like mm-hmm. no matter what it looks like, mm-hmm. but it does seem like a pretty cool job. It really is. Yeah. I can't, I'm not gonna lie. I'm yeah. so lucky. I really, um, like, yeah, I'm so lucky. Yeah. I'm so grateful. And I'm really, really aware of how lucky I am. Yeah, as douchey as that sounds. No, but, that's like, great. Have to stay, so it's it honestly is so great. I came I came home thinking that I was going to be an unemployed thirty seven year old bartending yeah. taking care of my dying mom. And, yeah, instead, which also is, would be an admirable fucking job to do. Oh well, whatever, dude. Yeah. But like this, it all like the world. It just turned out so much better. I feel like the world was like, nope. Yeah, you got it. You know, I don't know. I'm just, I just feel so lucky, like so lucky to be me all the time. Yeah, all the time. So during like all of your lifetimes, were you 
into fitness? Were you doing fitness? Were you doing yoga? Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't start doing yoga till five years ago. Okay. 30, 30.5 is when it all, uh-huh. I didn't, I quit drinking for a year. Oh, after bartending for, for like 10 years, I, it was just like, I was just kind of lost my mind a little bit. Sure. Living in a small town in Telluride and I bartended at like five different jobs there. Yeah. I had like so many different jobs there and yeah. uh, they all revolved around drinking. And no, I, I mean like, like I don't remember 2011. I had to move from Columbus to Cincinnati because I was I mean, I guess in you. a crowd. Yes. Like I just had to get out or Dude. like it was, I was going to go down a path. I understand. So I understand. I understand that. I feel like I was always friends with those people on that path, but I wasn't like in it, but I was somehow No, I, d- I didn't go down the path. I saw the sign yeah. for the path. I saw I saw I could yeah. I could make that turn and I said, I'm not going to. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I've been and even like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie now. I still like I still like to rage when and when it happens. I said know? it I, I've said it once, I've said it twice. I, I'm a party girl through and through. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just who I am. It's born in, it's yeah, just who I am. Same. Same. Um so I forget where did we start talking? Yeah, so you were talking about um fuck now I can't remember. We're being just like Joe Rogan, like we can't remember anything. <laughs> anyway, okay, but I do, oh fitness, you're talking about fitness. You started oh, yoga at thirty point five. You started yoga at thirty point five. We're yeah, talking yeah. about the very thing this podcast is about. Okay, so no, yeah, no, no. I've always been into fitness and, and like extras. I've always exercised and I've always done a lot of um I've been an athlete and then I ran a lot when I was younger mm. and then um in Colorado snowboarding mountain biking Ooh. hiking all the things oh but, wow. like I did that all but like not as intensely as everybody else I still like had a really voluptuous social life and bartended so yes that takes a toll yeah. on it yeah it's a um, sport in all its own honestly it really no is. one talks about that especially at high altitude uh-huh. imagine you get 10,000 feet uh-huh no I do know? I remember yeah. I do know that it's it's a thing and um but I put just like pretty much I've I have to work out every day and I've gone on at least a five minute jog or at least a 10 minute jog every morning, like my whole life. Oh, wow. Even from the time I was like in the fourth grade. Oh, good for you. Just gets the blood flowing. Yeah. I love a morning walk. Right. You oh just my gotta, God. You just got to wake it up. You just got to wake. And it's just like mm-hmm. the time that's like, it's yours. No one is with me on this morning walk. No one's fucking talking to right. me. I I love the mornings in general, like the city. And I love to do morning walks in the city because everyone's kind of wake. The city's like sleepily mm-hmm. waking up. Maybe you'll catch the street cleaners out, yeah. shuffling up some shit. People are like outside, bleary-eyed, smoking their first cigarette of the day. Like yeah. there's trash fucking reeks. Like I was walking around today and it smelled like shit. And I was like, I fucking love this. <laughs> I, lo- I know exactly where to go my walks to avoid the piss smells. I know exactly where to go. Yeah. This trash can's going to smell like garbage. I got to walk around that. <laughs> I love it. I hear you on that. Yes, I for sure. I, do, uh, I can't. I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure if I love it as much anymore as you do. Oh, well, that's okay. I like being, I feel like I'm getting really old. Like I just want to live like on a lake. People change. Things change. I am like like very much about a city. I love the city. Like I get this feeling, well, Obviously, I can like see this the skyline right I'm now. Like, maybe it's just where I live because I could live here. For sure. And like, there's something about being able to like see a city, a big city, lit up at night that makes me feel so safe. Yeah, it is you know what? so yeah. comforting to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are all these people doing? Like, in, in I'm a, here with them in a way, and it's cool to be like you're above all the chaos. There's yeah. so much chaos happening. Yeah, and like any like. 
and thousands of people right now. I can, but mm-hmm. but you're not a part of it. Yeah, no, I like so it. There's something cool. about it. Okay, so let's talk about your podcast. Okay, person, person of interest. interest. Yes. How did that come about? Uh, that started because when I got the job at Q, um, my boss said. We're going to do a podcast called The Person of Interest with Jeff Thomas. You're going to produce it. He doesn't want to do it. Well, no, Jeff was 100% What does it mean to produce board. it? You do, every, you do everything that happens up to this moment. Okay. That is bullshit because know, this is a, the most fun moment. All exactly. I mean, I produce this podcast, I guess. Obviously, you I do, do not yes. guess. But like that's a lot. I do a lot of work behind the scenes. We're talking about prepping. Like I'm like I, the, the way that my prep work is and how I feel comfortable going into conversations mo- a lot of the times 75% of the times people I've never met before is like I gotta fucking know everything I can know about you everything that's at my disposal on the internet like I gotta fucking know yeah. because that's how I have to guide the conversation yeah so there's a lot of work that is involved yes so yeah but do you like doing that part of it like a part of me loved doing that. Do you? I, mean, I think like- I think we we're talking about before of the the nerves of that. It's a necessary part. Like it is that to me. It's like that's the necessary part of it. If I kind of start to bitch and moan about the work that I have to do leading up to it, I'm like, but you won't you won't produce the result you want without doing this it's work. True. And you you are a results person, aren't you? Or you don't want to yeah. like you don't want to do half ass. No, I can't. Oh, yeah, I can't. And yeah, it's I not even you. that. Like I, I, I just yeah, I wouldn't. I, I would be so anxious about it. I would be like, mm-hmm. I can't, I'm not going to feel good going in. I'm still, like we talked about before, I'll still get a little whatever squirmy before, but like at least I know like I've done what I can do. I've done the prep I can do. I get real, real, real squirmy if I'm like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Like, I know I kind of half-assed the prep. Yeah. That's... And that's kind of when I'm like, okay, now I kind of get a thrill because I'm like, all right, are we'll you gonna, are you just going to be able to pull it out of your ass? Like, that's fun to see. Dude, been there. <laughs> and I, I haven't totally failed yet. Like, I'm waiting for that flop. Like, I haven't done it yet. Good. Good for you. You probably <laughs> never will. I mean, like. It's not true. I feel like it's got to come. Well, at one, whenever it happens, I would be honored if you would call me and be like, it happened today. Yeah. Yeah. I fell on my ass. Girl. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. I fell on my ass. Here. I know. That's how I know I'm going to make. I'm going to fall on my ass. I'm going to have a hater. I'm going to have a sexual misconduct claim. <gasps> Ooh. It's got to. Ha- I want it to happen. Girl, good for you. Good luck. It sucks. Damn, your arms and your hips just get bigger just thinking about it. Yeah, like you're just like, Ugh. no, but it's it's amazing, honestly. So this you were producing the podcast. They wanted you to produce it. They wanted you to do all the work. What then? You just provide the notes to the the host. Yeah, and I'm not gonna Fuck, lie. That I'm seems not, but great. I'm not good. It, it's I'm not good at like I did. I love. Uh, no, I mean I was so bad at like I gave him all of the information the day before. The day of, like, I was not like next. I'm not that person to be like. Yeah. Next, I'm not. I'm not that organized. I try my best, but I'm. Yeah. I'm not like. I'm gonna be six weeks, or a week ahead on all of this stuff and have it labeled and yeah. memorized and like, no, not at all. So mm. I think it was just stressful for both of us because I was mm. not a good producer. Mm. And I think on- it'd be a good producer. Maybe but I like can't. It. But I can't. I wanted to be the interviewer. Yeah, but that's like, the thing is, I, I couldn't. Like, I couldn't give someone else my work. Yeah. Oh, no, that was good. Well, you know what? Like, I love, I truly love and adore and admire Jeff Thomas. And I loved doing the project with him. Yeah. And he was so great about it. Yeah. With me. And now looking back, he dealt with a lot of my bullshit sure. that 
I was just new and didn't know any better and he didn't really sure either. And we were just figuring it out as we went. And, um, and I'm really glad that I had that experience, but I definitely could have done it so much better. Well, yeah. I mean, so much better. <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty. they say. <laughs> and I'm back. I'm like, there's so many things I could have done so many, you know. So how did you then, so now you are running it? What's the deal? How did yeah. it happen? Yeah, yeah. So now it's just the person of interest with Natalie Jones. And and you pick the people. Yeah. You produce it. One girl show. One woman so show. So what's your, what's your process there? Talk to me about that. What, what, how often do you release? Just once a week on yeah. Wednesdays. And they took a hiatus during COVID because I was doing um, other endeavors. Oh, yeah. You're doing your fitness thing. Doing, yeah. We'll talk about the fitness thing, but you let's know, keep on the podcast fitness, right now. So now we're doing on the – yeah, so now I'm back in the podcast. And it has been great. Mm-hmm. It has mm-hmm. been really wonderful to get back into it. Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite thing. How do you How do you find your people? And do you, do you prep differently like for a podcast versus on air? Uh, oh yeah, completely. I think I yeah. prep for podcasts probably the same you do. I uh, just try. I just you know Google. I just try to read as much right. as I can, do whatever I can. Right. You know. Yeah. And I'm on people's Instagrams. I'm fucking going deep. Oh, I'm like word. the week before. I'm like on all their stories. I'm on all their shit. Because oh, I'm good. like. Because I'm, I'm like. Yeah. It's. I'm like. How, what? Like I got. I just want to like be able to want to know what to pull out. Ah, nice. Yeah. My, I like. You're inspiring me. I'm like, I should be doing way much more. Because a part of me is still like, it's a fucking but, work obligation. But it's but like, driven it. by anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> but hold on. This is where I have found with all working artists on some form, you're all driven by something. No, yeah. Have for I sure. ever met one person who is driven completely by love? No. 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 I internally hate myself so much that I'm like, hey, can let me just try to make a connection with someone. So that we, we are just this is for it. Sure. Yeah. You just gotta like embrace it. <laughs> no, I yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I think of podcasting and what I do is like that is totally my fucking art expression and like that's why I love it so much because my whole life I felt like I've been this artist or had this like creativity behind me whether it be writing whatever it is but I've been so terrified of like not feeling secure that I had to go down this like corporate path because that fear of not having security or like being able to provide for myself was like overpowered anything. But now that I'm like not a child and breaking, you know, kind of like Mm -hmm. able to step outside of that to be able to like express myself in this art form is like the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. Okay. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. That is huge. That is a huge accomplishment. That's awesome. Good for you, girl. Okay. So your person of interest, what, so yeah, how do you, how do you find the people? What do you do? You, what do you do? Just, uh, it's kind of, it's a passion project and it is once a week. So that's really awesome. Yeah. And that's still a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I just find people, uh, that I think are dope or that mm-hmm. spark my interest. Yeah. And then I ask them to be on. Yeah. And, then that's and you it. just talk. You Do you have any kind of formatting, any kind of like. No, not really. Yeah. No, I like, I keep trying to form these things, you know, like the same five questions every time or something like that, you know, but no. I'm not everyone needs to do that. I know. I'm like, I just I love think, to talk to people. Yeah. And like, like with Sia, for instance, they're like, you have 10 minutes. You have to talk about these things. And then. 
You had 10 minutes with Sia. That's it. 10 no, minutes. No, no. Com- we went 32. We oh. went like 35. I edited it down to 32. And she was the one. I asked her one question and then she went off on this tangent and then it went, it formed into something. What else. was that like? It was great. It was amazing. Yeah. She is similar. She's she's got a similar soul. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. very. She was like, "You're my people." This is yeah. great. Yeah, and she was like, cool. got a call from her, uh, from her crush while she was on the her on crush. The, yeah, <gasps> who's on the show? Sia Six- has a crush. Yes, but on some guy named uh, on some guy who's on the show Succession. I fucking love that show. Oh, I've never seen it. So oh she, my god, who is it? You I don't, don't know, know who it is. I think listen to the podcast. I don't know because she was like, "Do you know Succession?" I love that show. And I was like, "I have no idea what you're talking I about." I love that See? show. It's on so, HBO. It's so good. She was like, "Macaulay Culkin's on brothers on it." Oh, he has Macaulay. a brother. Yeah. Oh. Yes, he does. One yeah. of a bag. Yeah, throw me the bag. French poly poly tote. Whatever. Oh my god, funny. So, okay, that's that's fucking crazy. Anyone else that you've had on that's like that? Uh, this I, Okay, so I totally hate when people ask me this question of like, who's like, who did you have on recently that's memorable? You're like, I fucking love everyone I have on my podcast. Yeah. That's why they come on my podcast because I fucking want them to come on. Yeah. I get it. But do you have anyone that like kind of sticks out as like maybe for listeners if, if they're like looking to get, to get into it as like a, a, a good memorable one? I know it's Ooh. a bad question. Yeah, I try to stay open to... Um, all male and female listeners, but I got a pretty great uh, girl gang. Yeah, for sure on the pod on the podcast. I would say like my um, Laura Castanelli Veer. Listen to hers; it's amazing. She's one of my good friends from Ursula, and she talks about um, losing a child, losing her second child at birth. And Patty oh. Brisbane has been on, and she's remarkable. As is Stevie Carr, super phenomenal. Oh yes, woman. she's just the god. Stevie's been on this podcast too. Yeah, yeah. Isn't she? Oh, she's amazing. She's yeah. just like you walk away from her and you're lit up every fucking time. How did you? How do you know Stevie? We were in the sorority together in college. Oh, fun! That's really fun. I'd love to know Stevie in college. I was only in it for. I honestly didn't know her that well. We. Yeah. You know what's crazy is that I was only in the sorority for a year and we didn't know each other that well. But as we've seen each other, like, since I moved home, she's like, I feel like you were there the whole time. I was like, same with you. But I was only there for a year. Yeah. 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 We just I love connected. that. I love that. Yeah. Any any cool guys, though? We'll give a shout out to the guys that you've had on. Yeah. Well, so Josh Nina's been on. We have the English contractor. He's been on. Wait. Wait. I need He's to. amazing. I need to He's talk amazing. about this. He's the amazing. English contractor. I've seen his trucks, but I don't know anything about this. And oh I was like, my God. is this a Craig? show? What is this? Okay. So it's Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. And he is. Does he have an accent? Yes. Okay. He's not from America. Great. I'm pulling him up right now to make sure he goes right. So actually, pre-COVID, we... um. We recorded a like three hour long podcast right before his show premiered and then COVID happened and I wasn't allowed to get into our studios to edit and release in a timely manner. So we kind of washed it. We're recording another one next week. You washing a three hour podcast? I mean, it's amazing. But every time you talk, don't worry, it'll be even better this time. It's, I know. Yeah. I mean, I believe you. Okay. But like, what can you give us like a really quick quick like what's his deal he's in cincinnati he's doing a show about home remodeling 
He's got contractor. He's, he's a storyteller, and he he's tells a, a story. He tells a story through every home that he remodels. He's got so much character, and he's unabashedly himself. And he has been through a whole lot of shit. His life story is amazing. Yeah, and that's about it. And he's fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. So, like, you know how you have friends? Do you have friends who like live in the suburbs, like dads, like married dads who are like the tricksters? Do you know any of them? Yeah, I did. Yes, 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 he's yes. Like, one like, of those. like a trickster. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Yes, totally, <laughs> totally. A trickster, a trickster. But I was so bad because I always get along with those guys. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're like married. Uh, yeah, like, you can't, we can't have too much fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you get them like, no, no, no. Right. And then the wife is like looking over to in the corner like with a baby on her hip and like washing a pan. Right. And it's not even like stay away. It's like stop having fun. Like yes. stop partying. Yes. My, my stop. husband needs to come home. Yeah. Like it's not even in I that. know. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable. You're like, yeah. sorry, I'm fine. <laughs> Natalie, what do you do to take care of yourself? Oh, like self help, like self, like self care. Yeah, self care. But do. I think of it as like I know, like self care has like such this like rap, this name, whatever. Like yeah. oh, it's a bull bap, it's whatever. But like, I really think of it of like, what are you doing to like set yourself up? Not just even your job, like socially and with your mom. Like, what do you have to do yeah. so like you as Natalie are showing up like in the best way possible, and also knowing that you don't succeed every time. I was, I was okay. I was gonna say I don't. I, because not always successful. I talk about I love to talk about how people take care of themselves self-care self-support however you want to call it and also acknowledge that like a lot of times I don't fucking do a great job mm-hmm. it's fucking tough man when also I was just weird say, if why is it hard to do what is like going to take care of you it's it's just, but it's hard it's hard for like every human being no for sure, sure I agree same. it's crazy um right okay so I would say um, I take a lot of um, supplements, no more vitamins, but I'm way into like natural supplements. Like what kind of natural supplements? Um, like chlorella. I take a lot of chlorella. Okay. And like a B, a B every day, which uh-huh. has a vitamin. Yeah. And um, I do a smoothie every morning. I okay. have to have my smoothie. What do you put in your smoothie? It's really simple. Kale, spinach, blueberries. Those are great. Um, you could stop there. Turmeric. Turmeric, great. A little bit of flaxseed. Oh, yeah. And if I'm feeling skinny, flaxseed oil. Okay, but that that's your that's the fiber that you need. Yeah. Why? <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> Honestly, I well, I did, didn't have it for the times that I've been you need to tra- You need to travel with flaxseed, oh, Natalie, I'm telling you. Gosh. <laughs> and uh, I get uh, massages. I try to get up and I go to a body healer. Okay, we need to. Okay, first massages. Where do you go for a massage? I have a um, a medicinal masseuse who comes to my house. That's incredible and bougie and luxurious. Oh my gosh, is it? It doesn't even. You have a cheaper. masseuse that comes to your <laughs> I know, house. <laughs> no, but he's like not like a. So yes, he is. Honestly, he's changed my world, and he's a physical therapist. So he does it as like he'll find things in your body, and he will start working on some knot in your back, and okay. your left shin will explode. Okay, we're release. gonna have to talk about this. I need to. I need to come to come here immediately. He's amazing. He comes to your house, works for cash. He's awesome. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that body healer, yes. and what what is that? Um, so I go to this woman. Her name is Lynn Thaw, and I'll go through like. I'll buy packages and then take a month off or two months off and then go again. But I go, she's a body healer. She does Reiki. Okay. She works on your thing. She talks to Energy stuff. Yes. Yeah, Do you talk to her about like what's going on or she just shows, she just does her thing? Both. And what's really great is a lot of times, like before I say anything, she will um, like be on top of it. Like she, she'll, Whoa. she'll be like, 
focus all your energy. And I'm really big into yoga and meditating. Yeah. And so she'll be like, focus all your energy on your belly button. And she'll be like, my hand is on your belly button. And she will literally know what I'm thinking every single time. What? Like, like, like stuff like, Natalie, like, you want to have kids. You need to start prioritizing this. <gasps> like, you know, like stuff that I would, so, so stuff that I haven't said to her before yeah. that she will bring to my awareness and be like, you really need to focus this. I'm feeling it through the energy. And she's like, are you seeing red? I'm like, oh, I am. That's insane. I know I have a, a good friend too that goes to someone similar or like some, I don't know, something similar. And th- this person will be like feeling her kidneys and be like, you're fighting with your mom today. <gasps> yes. Like shit like that. Yeah. Like I can tell your adrenals are overreacting, like whatever it is. Oh and she's just like, no. Yeah. You know, if you believe, the thing is like you get what you give. If you really give your body to that and and adhere to it, you, you can get a lot out of it. Oh my God. Yeah. She's amazing. I just saw this Instagram post and I need to know more. I am like completely, I haven't stopped thinking about it. Mm-hmm. With the past guest, Jessica Lee of Jessica Lee Wellbeing, mm-hmm. she posted this photo of an apple cut in half, two halves of an apple facing up. And she has a, a progression of photos from like day one to like day 30. One half of the apple, she spoke positive affirmations. She said, I love you. I'm so glad you're here. You're amazing. Like you're doing like whatever. Okay. Positive affirmations. To the other half of the apple, she said, ne- like, I hate you. You're a piece of shit. I'm paraphrasing. She didn't say that. But, like, spoke negatively to the apple. The decaying of the apple halves were noticeably different. The positive affirmation apple half See, is so much. A real thing. Oh, my God. That's what she's saying. So she's like, real. you are capable of so much. And I'm like, like, this critic cynic in me is like, what the fuck? And she's like, these apples got the same amount of sunlight, the same amount of air, like, whatever. I'm like. And when you trust her, so you know it's not bullshit. I do trust her, but like also the like I'm I feel like especially too in this day and age, man, there's just like fucking two sides to everything, and you can't believe every anyone, and like uh, all this shit. I just yeah. just found out, like I just listened to this podcast in the New York Times about Brianna Taylor's death, and like uh, honestly, like it's not how I thought happened at all. It, oh, not to gosh. say any, not to say anything. Yeah, that's a whole another. Yeah, but like. There's just two sides to everything you do, you just really don't know. So I'm like, I want to believe that situation with the apple, apple and speaking positive affirmations. But like, I don't know. So like, I need, I'm going to DM her and just be like, Jessica, I need to like understand You're what this smart. is. But too smart. this does seem wonderful and I want to believe in it. Okay, here's the thing, though. Because her point was like, speak like your energy that you're putting into yourself, the way you're talking to yourself matters. Yes. That's huge. Yes. 100% yes. Look at yourself every day and say, I'm a motherfucking badass. Do I do that every single day? Maybe not every day because I feel like I'm like constantly battling. So like I shouldn't walk across, across, uh, walk in the mirror and say like, grimace and be like you're a piece of shit you oh my god no <laughs> my, my brother my brother always talks about how, like he can't look at himself in the mirror when he gets out of the shower <laughs> he has to he can't even be naked with himself after he gets out of the shower my brother is fucking a beautiful gorgeous human being but like can't look at himself naked and i'm like i sometimes feel that yeah <laughs> I, feel I get like it i get it yeah. 
the way my the way my uh, like maybe I'm not saying anything bad to myself, mm-hmm. but I'm not acknowledging myself. Ugh. So it's pretty much the same thing. You get uh yep 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 <laughs> yep. I'm gonna say we have um. You know what? That gets better. Yeah, I just say that it, no, it gets for, better. Yes, it does. I agree. And I can say I didn't. I was very much like that I, until I started doing these workout videos over COVID. Oh yeah, let's talk about the and workout videos to, you've been doing. Oh, they're on hiatus right now. Well, but yeah, they, but you were doing them during COVID, right? Yeah, yeah, they were so much fun, and but it was amazing to have to face myself in that realm every single day. I got over so much. If anything, like if. What do you mean? Like you had to like film yourself working out? Is that what you mean? Yeah. And look at myself and see that people would see, other people would see it. Right. And so what was the premise behind it? Why did you start this or why did you do it? Another thing, just like the podcast, because my boss told me to. Sure. Your boss seems like a lovely person. <laughs> she, um, she did. She told like that she wanted just somebody in the company to do it. And I was like, nobody was biting. Yeah. Somebody kind of did and didn't work out. And I was like, oh my God. That mm-hmm. sounds great. I work out every day anyway. Mm-hmm. For fuck sure. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm bored. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And then the way our initial um, thought process and vision of it before it actually happened was like, or what actually happened was like completely different. Okay. Yes. You know, got it. we were thinking like legit influencer, like arms today. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. And then it turned into like my mom and I fucking around and like doing all this shit in my apartment. It would just turn out so amazing. So amazing. Arms today. And one. And two. And work that tricep. Look okay. at it now. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. And I am big pants amateur. You go. Yeah. You go. Work that brain yeah. and those muscles. Yeah, yeah. dude. Like, I mean, like, has whole vision. She just, I mean, boss legit wanted an, um, a fitness component to our wholesale brand okay. of the radio station. Okay. And I was like, I'll for sure do that. I work mm-hmm. out all the time anyway, mm-hmm. even though I'm chub, whatever. Yeah. And, um, and, sh- and then it just like turned into this thing that ended up being like so much fun. Yeah. Just- oh, especially during quarantine too, right? When people Dude. like needed to fucking move. Yes. And Everyone was- became a fitness instructor during quarantine. Yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes. yes, we. But I didn't become a fitness instructor. I pretty much did the same like six moves over and over. So did you, like, you let the classes? Like you said what you were going to do? How did it work? Well, yeah. So it was just like in the beginning, it was just me and my mom. And we... And I was really into the fitness part of it. Uh-huh. And then the more that I realized, the more it just became like an entertaining thing. The more that I was yeah. into the fitness, the more. But you still have to, as you know, with the podcast, it's the same thing in that you have to be so well-versed in what you're going to do next yeah. that you can seamlessly yes. be like, let's do leg, let's yeah. do left leg up now yes. for 40 seconds and, yes. come and converse at the same time. Yes. Yeah. That would be tough. No, I have so, so much is, respect for – yeah. fitness instructors, coaches. I just gave a shout out recently on a podcast to fitness instructors who try to be funny while they're teaching. I'm like, that is a whole different fucking level because you are getting no reaction from the audience. People are concentrating on lifting their fucking leg up. They're sweating. They're shaking. Like they're just thinking about themselves. And here this person is gracefully entertaining us. And like, they're not getting anything back. And like- what? That's how I feel when you're talking about your radio show. You do it on your own. This podcast, I did a solo intro. So normally for my intros, I bring past podcast guests back on. We run through our same three questions. 
every like once a month, I'll do my own intro, just me. 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 I don't know what happened. Over here? Okay, now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. It just right. kind of cut off. But... So I do my own solo intro, just me. And it's so difficult because I don't have energy to feed off of. And I'm like, mm. am I getting feedback? Are people laugh? Like, I can't see anyone. Are people reacting? Are people doing anything? Like, am I just fucking talking into the airwaves? And I think I'm making a joke, but like, can I laugh at myself? Is that allowed? That's what you, that's, that's. It's just like practice. You just have to practice for it. And you just like assume people are laughing. I was like, I don't know. I'm still wondering if people are laughing. I don't know. I know. That's the worst part about it. Like, at least if you're a stand-up comedian and you're, you can feed off of people. Yeah. You just get, I don't know. You just get used to it. Yeah. All I can say is you You just just, do it. It's just, it's a confidence thing that you, like I stopped doing workout videos and podcasting in the beginning of this, of me going on solo because I had to build confidence and teach myself. I just like, just focus on this. Yeah. Just focus on the show. And the most important thing was just building the confidence to actually do it. Right. Because you're like, like, people care about what you have to say. People, I think that's what it comes down to. So I'm like, can I stand alone? It's e- it's easy for me to talk to you. And like, I, people are going to be entertained by you. I'm going to, I'm going to like bring something out of you. But like, it's not, it feels like it's not on me. Mm-hmm. And then when it's like just me, I'm like, oh, fuck. Then how do I do it? Right. Well, I feel like it's like, yeah, it's, uh, I feel like it's hot. Like I love, mm-hmm. It's hard to know how it go. You just kind of get bored. I don't I, know. I know. You're like, am I bored. boring? It's the same. It's the same thing as. Well, I feel like you would like it because you seem to be like, in in really independent. I'm like, I mean, I love doing my own shit for sure. I don't have to ask anybody any questions. I get to do it and fucking yeah, want. that's yeah, dope. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, oh my god. Sometimes I'm like, this. I'm not funny today. Yes. Brr. Right. Ah, don't worry. If three more hours. <laughs> And next up is the Chainsmokers. Yes. <laughs> no, but the, but, but, but the great thing about it is like today was a great day for it, for instance. I did all of the things. I went through my whole checklist of. Do you have a printed out thing? Do you look at something? Do you have a, a computer? What do you do? I do. Yeah. Well, I, went, I did all the things. Um, I got a great night's sleep and mm. I got up, I drank some coffee, had some me time, tended to my plants in the morning, went mm-hmm. to yoga. Oh, yeah. So this is all the self-care. After yeah. yoga. Yeah. Went to work, and um, uh, and then I got there, and I was just flat. <gasps> yeah. And I had eight commercials to cut, and a whole show, and prep to come here. And I was I like, I know you got a lot. It's a big day for you. But yeah, but I mean, it's just like normal. I mean, yeah, right. I, I don't right, mean right, like right. that. But no, I'm just, no, I'm just no, saying, no, it's just yeah. like, oh my god. Right. I You're had, like, I want to be on. I want to yeah. be fucking energized. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? I did all the fucking things. Yeah. Oh my god. Right. So um, I hate to admit it, but like I went and I got a Diet Coke um, from UDF. You should not hate to admit that. You know, That's my go to. If I'm feeling dude. like I if, if I'm feeling like I don't have what I need, caffeine, 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 sure. caffeine, caffeine. It's not even like caffeine. I have to get Diet Coke. It like um, eats away all the poison and it somehow like fucks me up in a way that Ooh, I just love it. I love that. It makes me. It's my go to now, which I hate to admit. It's so true. <laughs> And, I think uh, it's fine. This is what I think. This is what I think. You this gotta is do what you got to do. Hold on. At the end of the day, though, you got to do what you got to do. That is exactly what I was going to say. And like, you no know judgment. What? I'm now to the point where like, freaking no judgment. You get the job done. I'm all about getting the job done. So I'm just like, I don't care what anybody else. I don't care what the fuck you had to do to get it done. 
I agree. As long as he ain't dead. I agree. And we are being asked, we, no one lives in a natural world. No one, no one is living as like how we originally intended design, whatever. Technology is moving so fucking fast. How can we possibly keep up whatever it is that you have engineered and adapted to as the smart human being that you are, whatever that mechanism is. I mean, maybe not if it's like debilitating and causing you, you harm, but besides that fucking do it. Right. I mean, I feel like if you're, I feel like. It, but that oh, also might be my excuse for being a motherfucking lazy bitch. I don't know. Oh, you're not, definitely not a lazy bitch at all. I feel like right there is where the balance comes in and where the gray factor comes yeah. in is do it to it a is, point. You're right. To where, it's a gray factor. To, to where you start self. Because um, it's really easy for me to it. say this because I don't have addiction issues. Oh, you I'm don't? like, no, oh my God. I don't. I'm, oh, I have all of them. I am. I am. I should. It's lined up in my lineage. Uh-huh. It's written in the stars that I should. Somehow, I think, again, it's this, the overarching, overwhelming fear of, like, security that penetrates oh every cell God. of my body that doesn't allow me to ever get to that point. Because You're such a type A. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, my God. I cannot wait for you. We're going to become best friends. I cannot wait for you to meet my friends at West. Oh, my God. You would just yeah. love them Yeah, so because, much. like, I'm someone that, like, I can do a weekend bender for sure, all of the things. And I'm like, nope, it's Monday. Monday. I got it. It's Monday. I got to go to work. Yeah. And I know that other people, they don't, they can't turn that off. I can do, this may be controversial, I can do a little bit of cocaine. Oh. And I'm no. Okay. You I don't, go. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't have like, I don't have the I have thing. I so many stories I could tell about that, but I won't because I can't. <laughs> but I also understand what you mean about that. It's the word. I, uh, I understand. No, I'm lucky. That I'm lucky. Sure. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm not an addictive. I don't have an addictive personality. I feel like I'm super addictive, but like, I don't like to, um, I mean, but when it comes to, I mean, I just, I always work and get the, yeah, get the shit done. But I do, I don't know, my flow is, it doesn't matter if I'm. I don't know. I feel like, yeah. I mean, I'm going to go to work and I'm going to work. You're going to go to work. Really yeah. hard every day, no matter yeah. what, you know, no matter what kind of condition I'm in or yes. anything. Yeah, no, you know? same. Yeah. Uh, never. I'm never missed. I'm never missed work. I'm never, never fucked up in that way because I'm just too, like you said, type A, I guess is the word for it. Or if it, I mean, like, I don't, I, I said that in a good way. No, There's yeah. A really no, great I'm, work ethic. I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> yes, I'm not. I'm not. I did complaining about myself i'm very happy i could be fucking on the street i know i'm happy <laughs> i'm happy oh my god okay natalie the question what, what the question again what does being fit mean to you ah, being fit i'm first of all i just love that you asked this question and that you like sent it before and everything because i think it to me it really means Freedom. Oh, I th- yeah. I think in life I'm just always trying to achieve freedom. I think a lot of us are. But freedom within your body and uh, freedom to move and not be held back um, by your body, by yeah. your physical um, uh, capabilities. I know. I think about that, like, hiking this weekend. And I saw, like, a couple of, like, older people. And I'm like, oh, man, I just really want to be able to do this thing for as yeah. long as I can. I want to have the freedom to be able to go and do things yeah. like for as long as I can. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I get that. Definitely. And I feel like what motivates that is just movement. Like mm-hmm. to stay, keep your, you got to move. Yeah. You go yeah. on your jogs, you do your yoga. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you so much for coming on. Thank this you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. What a whirlwind. Such a delight. <laughs> we didn't quite do a three hour one. Two and a half. I was gonna, <laughs> no, the whole time I no, was watching it's, it's, you like, where it's are only, we? It's only, it hasn't even been an hour and a half. It's been an hour and a half. All right. Yeah. It's child's play. We could keep going. Next time we'll keep going. Please we'll get you on mine. At, you'll, you'll be on my on my podcast. I appreciate time. you guys, listeners. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging in. Love, Love you. you so much. Follow me at Chrissy Grody at What the Fit Podcast. DM, slide in, guests, things you want to talk about, things you want to hear, rate, review, all the stuff. Thanks, guys. <laughs>